0: Hope you're having an incredible day today. This is episode 21. My name is Alex Light with Sparky Three. Joining with me as always, I got Tyler in here in the studio, but I also got Shane back this week. Shane, how you doing? How you feeling? You battled COVID, came out on the other side. How you feeling, man? Tired. You kicked but, your ass um, a little bit. Yeah,
1: COVID really kicked my ass. Um, no joke, man. It's uh, re- really like my first time really like getting it right. And the worst part about it is like the,
0: the body fatigue oh, and like yeah. the cold cool. sweats. Facts, yeah, because that's what you had, right, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. migraine for like two weeks straight. Yeah, so I didn't. I
1: had a headache, uh, but I was um, I was told that I wasn't supposed to, but I was suddenly fucking popping ibuprofen every right, like right. six hours. <laughs> right, but um, well, I'm glad you made it out on the other side. But yeah, them cold sweats and ain't no joke, dude. Oh, I don't doubt it. i talking. <laughs> to, I had like six layers of clothes, <laughs> two covers, and I was still like. like like, I was in the Antarctic, bro. Right. It was it was tough.
0: Yeah. Tyler, how are you feeling today? Ah, oh, pretty dandy. A little tired, but it is what it is. I, I understand that. I understand that. I thought it was going to be cold outside
2: when I walked out, and it was like 70. Yeah, Same. It,
0: it feels nice out. It feels nice out right now. <laughs> I will
1: say one thing. I, I listened, I was, you know, I wasn't here last week, so I was on the pod, and um, I do feel less dominant now that I'm not in the, on the desk there, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you, can't, you can't touch anything, you know? <laughs> you just out there chilling with your legs li- by I, your kneecap. I feel,
1: I feel less powerful.
0: It's all right, Shane. We've got a. Uh, we do have a new studio on the way. We do have a new studio on the way. Getting it delivered. Yeah, it's getting delivered. U- UPS, FedEx. You know you love FedEx. Fuck FedEx, bro. <laughs> I hate FedEx, bro. They are garbage. Or at least for me, they are. I have the worst luck with them. But no, we do <laughs> got a new studio on the way. And one of the, my goals for the new studio is I want to make it where like. The, the person that's not at the computer or the host desk also has a desk. So we got stuff in the works. <laughs> so, Tyler, <laughs> you can stop complaining yeah. about the couch. I like, to touch, I like to touch
2: things, you know.
1: Whatever, dude. Just chill. Well, well I will say, though, the, the couch is much more comfortable. Right that now. is true. The is just able, just able, these out. chairs are not comfortable. I'm just able to kind of, like, like
0: lean back, relax. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I
2: want to take a nap sitting
0: over there. Right, right. Over here, I'm just like, damn, my back pains, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, first and foremost, uh, of course, we've mentioned this before. We did launch a website, Sparky3.com. Make sure you go show us some support there. You can sign up to the website for free, or you can sign up for $5 a month for the premium tier. Get extra perks, including early podcast episodes. Uh, But if you sign up for free, you can definitely go check out some mock drafts, player rankings from us, because these two boys have actually already put out their first uh, mock drafts. Shout out to that. Version ones for Tyler and Shane is out. I'm currently working on mine. It should be out this week. Uh, I'm about probably like 13 picks in right now. I'm still doing some research and doing some digging, but it's on its way. But yeah, sparky3.com, as well as you can go check out the merch store, sparky3shop.com. And uh, we also have our official Discord server. That's going to be linked down below as well. You can go follow us at Twitter, at TerribleFBShow, as well as check out the other shows like GameStetic uh anime plus though it will be on a little bit of a hiatus uh it will be on a hiatus for a few weeks um while i sort out some personal issues uh for this show i'm I'm still going to do this episode in the next week uh and then we're going to be on a on a break which we'll detail more about that here soon but uh game static i'm also taking a step away as well uh zach and uh zach and john gonna be holding it down uh and we also talk about movies and stuff whenever we get a new episode for that out that that just comes out when it comes
1: out you see the speaking of that uh you see the leaks of multiverse madness
0: uh no i haven't i haven't seen anything for that
1: someone leaked uh just like they did with no way home the cast of um like a movie theater you know how you can go in there and buy tickets or whatever and it shows you like the cast under like the main picture like right, the right. main poster and it shows the entire cast
0: mm, spicy i want you to tell me about it. i want you to tell me now yeah, yeah, I'll probably do it
1: after the show. Yeah, just do case. it after the like, show. People, you know, be like, be respectful. You I don't want to get
0: beat up on the internet. For yeah, spoilers, so. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, well, let's go ahead and kick things off with this, uh, Shane. Since you were out last week battling COVID in the trenches, what are your thoughts on the Washington Commanders? I don't like it. I, don't I, I mean,
1: as as you know, I was really cheering for Red Hogs. Um, not only because of the history from that team being called the Hogs and the pig pen and things like that, but I was actually looking at their roster. They have like five or six Razorbacks on their current roster, right? So it would have been nice seeing those guys transition, you know, being in the pros to being a hog again. And like I said, I mean, of course, they're not going to look at Arkansas and be like, "Oh yeah, we're going, we we care about them and their fans because they don't," but. Um, like I stated, you know, two weeks ago or whatever, they could have tr- they could could have gained at least over half of a state full of yep. fans, yeah, just based off of a name change, <coughs> and of course more fans, more revenue because they're buying jerseys, they're buying you know th- things like that, and honestly, DC is like what fifteen hours, some of that from here, mm-hmm. so hey, Razorback fans have traveled lot farther than than that for games, so. I mean, who knows? Um, As far as the uniforms go, I kind of agree with Tyler. I like – well, actually, no. I disagree. I like the all-white jerseys the best. Um, I'm sure they'll mix-match them. They're not going to do every game all maroon or all-white or Mm -hmm. all-black. But I really like the aesthetics from the all-white jerseys. Um, I really agree with you with the the main. I don't like that they put – was it commanders yeah, the, the commanders
0: on the home jersey? I think it would have looked better if it was Washington.
1: yeah, I would have just liked the Washington on there. Um, I like I like the the style of the lettering. I don't know what it what it what what about it kind of like mm-hmm. brought my eye to it, but I really did like the style of the lettering like the Washington on there, and I'm with Tyler as well that that logo. That established nineteen whatever whatever the soccer logo, style the, the soccer soccer style logo that, that is, is pretty sick. See, pretty I, I don't sick. really
0: care for it just because, like I said in, in last week's, I'm not a big soccer fan, so not it isn't it doesn't ring a lot to me. It's just like right, whatever. I'm not a
2: lot. That is pretty nice though.
0: See, I like like I said though, I actually don't mind. I don't like. I don't mind the. I like the W, but then again, that's like my style of a design. Like I mean, I like the last W they had, too. But I, I do like that W, though. Oh. I, that W on the front of the black helmet, though, that bothers the shit out of me, dude.
1: It's
2: like, a, uh, you know, like the, the senior ball when they yeah, have yeah, all yeah. stickers everywhere. Yeah. That's what that reminds me yeah,
1: of. Yeah, re- that's the only reason why I really don't like the, the all black is because of that W. The
0: but W on the, the burgundy helmet, though, that does look clean. Yes. I like the little... The little logo the, right there. Yeah, the little commander's patch. And, like,
1: even the numbers, like, you see the numbers on the white jersey, how it kind of fades, like, yeah, white yeah. and red.
0: Like like, like, a, like the Falcons, kind of. Like yeah, a, yeah like I really
1: and – And, honestly, the maroon that they went with is a little bit darker, it seems like, than what the the two previous teams were. And it goes really well. It seems like they brightened up the yellow yellow a little bit to make it pop. I really like the color scheme. I really like what they did with the jerseys. Um – but overall i'm going to have to give it like a 6 as far as like total see that's pretty sick i don't know if that's a real or concept. Real. It's, no, that's that's a concept i don't think that's real Oh probably a concept yeah that, was, that, that yeah that one the soccer one yeah Yeah, i really like that they need to put they need to put
0: that on the black uniform it has that would have been sick it
2: has the <laughs> champions teams too though that's what i like about it too
0: oh yeah yeah, so yeah, I mean that that is a that is a pretty sick logo. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just not a big soccer fan. That's why it doesn't like ring to me as quickly as it does to you guys. That's clean too, right? Oh yeah, that's that on that, that's on clean. the black one. Okay, it's yeah. on the, that's on the shoulders, it's on the sleeves. All right.
1: But um, I think overall I give it like a six, six and a half. Maybe I can push it to probably a seven, seven and a half. Like once I actually see them, like maybe in Madden or like on the field, right? Um, but just looking at it through Twitter and and things like that.
0: You um, know, I can look past the jerseys and stuff like that if we would have had a better name. I just don't care for the name. I really don't. Yeah. I get it though. I do like it better than the Admirals
1: or yeah, the, the sena- Admirals. Or the, or the Senators or whatever they it was. Or, right. Um so I mean, out of those, I like it. I like the commanders the best because like you stated last week, um, you know, it is for and it is Washington, we do have all of our high command yeah. and all of like higher up military people are there. Um so it does make sense in 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 a general aspect, but <clears throat> I think as far as football-wise, I just thought Red Hogs. I me and you both agreed that Red Hogs just would have. It has made sense because of the
0: fan base, the history.
2: <coughs> so, yeah, it's, it's looking like Arizona State.
0: It does. Now that you like, pull up the, the Arizona State's alternates there, like everything about it, the alternate, the white, the color, like that stone cold looks like, except for that, the pants. The only
1: thing that changes is the, they did a maroon helmet instead of the, the yellow.
0: Yeah, and that in the pants as well. I don't
1: know which which I think they'll end up doing something like that. They're yeah, not they're, they're not will. gonna do the all same color. Um, they'll yeah they'll do year. like they're uh, not
2: gonna organ it you know.
1: Yeah, uh, looking no. like a highlighter. No 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 no. <laughs> they're they're gonna do like maroon shirt, white pants. You mm-hmm. know they're gonna do their classic stuff,
0: right? Well, let's hop over to some other stuff. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you guys have your first mocks out. Uh, we're entering draft season. We're going to start detailing that here after the Super Bowl, so look forward to that. But in the meantime, like I said, you can sign up to the website, sparky to view these two boys' as mocks, uh, and mine will come out soon as well. Um, we can start with some college topics real quick, and then we'll hit uh, Super Bowl. Of course, it's this Super Bowl week. You know, one day, hey, dream big, shoot for the stars. We'll be there and uh, Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl row, whatever. You know, we'll be there. Got to shoot big boys. But in the meantime, we'll chill in our studio and talk about the game, talk about what we uh, got look forward to. But Let's start a little bit of college stuff, though. Uh, Tyler, you sent this over to us uh, with Arch Manning, or is it, did you send it, Shane? Which one are you sent? I to? think he uh, sent yeah, okay. it. Okay. Uh Arch Manning's top 4 schools, Georgia Texas, Alabama, and Ole Miss. Uh, what do you guys feel How are you guys feeling on that? I feel like Texas is out just cuz Quinn Ewings is going. I, I feel like Texas there's no chance in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean I th- I feel like there is a chance with Texas, but they are in the bottom of my list.
0: I'd say Georgia is the top, I think.
1: I think it's yeah. Georgia um, Georgia Alabama is his probably his top 2 only because of there's been some rumors with Lane Kiffin and his coaching staff right. on how they do things. And I think Art just is a type of guy to stay away from any kind of drama. Right. And out of those teams, Georgia, Alabama, you know what they are. They're not going to get you into some scandalous situation. Right, right. So, if I was to pick right now,
0: it's probably Georgia. Georgia yeah. is my pick, personally. It's the one that makes the most sense in my mind. Um. When 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 is he set to make any sort of Because he's class of twenty three, right? Yeah, yep. twenty three. All right, so we got a little while for it before he actually decides, unless he wants to pull the trigger early. Um,
2: I mean, Clemson's in his top five, but they so just, basically number five. Yeah, but they just got the number one quarterback from mm-hmm. twenty two, so or number two. I don't know what he is. He's up there though,
0: right up there at the top, kind of like uh, you know, Malachi Nelson at the top, and now. He's got Caleb Williams coming to USC.
2: <laughs> that, that that sucks for him.
0: I I think it's funny. I, re, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, Caleb Williams, he'll probably be out of the out of college pretty quickly. You know what I mean? He'll probably play like okay, maybe a year, or two tops, and go to the pros. Or get mad and transfer. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. I mean, Malachi will probably get redshirted his first year anyway, uh, and then you know Caleb do his thing and then be basically a freshman redshirt next year. Caleb do his last year probably and go to the pros. And then Malachi's time is going to be there at USC. But, I've, I mean, I feel like uh, USC, dude, they're about to run the Pac-12. I do. Yeah. No disrespect to your second team there, Oregon. But I, with Caleb Williams coming there, Lincoln Riley and that staff, and, dude, I, I think I think USC's back, man. I think they're about to run it. I think it definitely makes things more interesting. It, oh, now that is 100% true. It makes things more interesting on that side of the country.
1: Because, really, it was like Oregon and Utah. Yeah,
0: you that's know, it.
1: here and there. Oregon's, of course, been the most consistent. Utah's been kind of there off and on, depending on what the season. They're just the good team from the other division. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, as much as I hate USC and I don't want to see them succeed. <clears throat> you know they're about to. <laughs> I will admit, football is better when USC is good. That is true. Big facts. Yeah, that is true. Um, Just like, you know, football is better when Texas is good. I will yeah, agree yeah. with that. Yeah,
2: it um,
0: is. Even though, again, I don't want to see them winning. Right. Especially um, when they come to the
2: SEC, you know.
0: Yeah. Like, you can hate Texas, but just seeing them, like, suck just in football just kind of makes you hurt a little bit. Yeah. 100%. Th- them Charlie
2: Strong teams were
0: rough to look uh, at. They were.
1: <laughs> Which was surprising. I'm a big Charlie Strong fan. I'm surprised he bumped Bombed. so hard. Yeah. yeah.
2: Y'all see Jimbo, though? Did y'all watch the video? I, I saw that clip, yeah. He, he's no, heated. He, he went heated. Off.
0: Yeah, he's heated. About all the talk of everyone's just like, oh, Texas A and M's recruiting budget was like twenty to thirty million to buy all these kids. Because like, dude, their recruiting class is stupid. <laughs> Man. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean he, it's arguably
1: done. the best recruiting class and like ever. I mean, he has, I don't think he has anybody outside of the top three at their position.
0: Like, bro, that recruiting class is dumb.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure he has more, more five star recruits than Vanderbilt's ever had. Just in this class. Yeah, he's got four or
0: five-star recruits. That's stupid,
1: dude. And even the four-star recruits are still, like, number two or number uh, yeah, three yeah. in their class,
0: like, in their at their position. Yeah, dude, like, they're so high. Like, I mean, there's a four-star recruit tight end. He's the number one position, uh, number eighth in the state. Uh, he's from Georgia, if that makes sense. Uh, this safety here, four-star, he's uh, the eighth-ranked position, 12th in the state. Uh, this D-lineman, 10th for the position, number one in the state. Um, Man, it's just stupid. I mean, like, looking at his top recruits, his five stars, number two position, number four in the state, national number 11, national 16, position four, state two, national 22, position two, state five, and national 23, position four, state six. But watch, Texas A&M, for all you Aggie fans out there. For all three of you.
1: Texas A&M is still going to be Texas A&M. Yeah. They're still going to have all this talent, spending all this money through their boosters or however they're paying these players with the NIL deals, just to go what eight and four.
0: <laughs> you heard it here first. Maybe not Shane is firing some. Shane's firing some shots at Texas A and M right now. So you can have all the class that you want.
1: You can have all the five star players that you want, but at the end of the day, you're still going to go eight and four. You're still going to lose to the likes of Alabama, Georgia, and Arkansas. Hey, for right now, you can't say so. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can say so because we beat them last year. But I'm not going to say Arkansas consistently right now because I just don't think that we're there. Of course, Texas a and is going to have better talent than us, but we did kind of beat their ass this year, you know. But um, at the end of the day, you still have to go through Georgia, Alabama, and. Who knows? I mean, Florida always has talent. They're always going to be up there. I know they weren't there this year, but they're always somebody, somebody to, to be reckoned with. LSU is going to be up there,
0: even though how cringy Brian Kelly is. <laughs> that, so, that video. Oh, my damn. God. And then the recruit turns around and recruits Alabama. Yeah, Dang. he's like,
1: I didn't want this old man grunting on me, dude. I'm out of here. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean they're go, they're getting all these these high class recruits, yay, for Jimbo, but they're gonna go eight and four nine and three. they're not gonna contend for the West, and then half their recruits will be gone next year.
2: you seen their schedule look at this look look at the easy games they got on there look at, is is that Houston? sam Houston yep. yeah that's sam Houston they got Sam
1: Houston App state first game of the year App Miami. App state
0: Miami. Yeah, I know Miami's – I know yeah. we're playing them this year. Then you got Arkansas. Because the, the Miami game's <laughs> in Texas, right? Yep. I was thinking about trying to go to that game. That would be pretty solid. South Carolina, which South Carolina, wa- they're they're going to be a
1: team to watch out for in the East. Yeah, with Spencer. With Spencer and that tight end. They've got some decent recruits. I forgot who their coach is, but he's doing a great job of uh, Beamer.
0: Uh, Beamer, yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the son uh, of – The mayonnaise – yeah, the man, is, and he's the son of uh, the other Beamer. Frank. The one, yeah, Frank Beamer, who was yeah. uh VT yep. for all those years. Um, yeah, they got some solid Auburn, Auburn is going to be abysmal. That's um, going to be easy, That man. whole program is
1: falling apart right now. Yeah, we're about to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's <clears throat> see here.
2: You calling the upset? The Minutemen.
1: I'm calling up. If anything, you Southern, I mean, Sam Houston's going to fucking <laughs> be the
0: one. Hey, Minutemen's got, you know, Adam Vinatieri's son, bro. Hey, that's Pay, pay them some respect. <laughs> hey, he could have gone to LSU. He could have went to Indiana
2: and stayed up there with Pat.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it was funny to see all of the places he was considering <laughs> going because LSU was the most random. Right. Because he was considering going to South Dakota State, I think, is where his dad went, or his dad go to South Dakota. It's one of the two. I think it was South Dakota State. Yeah, South Dakota State. So he was considering that Indiana, where his dad played and lived for the Colts, UMass, where his dad played and lived for the Patriots, and then out of nowhere it's just like LSU. <laughs> it's like, all right, bro, whatever, man.
1: I mean, but I'm I'm serious, like don't don't be surprised if come come September or whenever that Sam Houston game is and Sam Houston. No, I'm I'm not saying that they're guaranteed to win, but they're going to put up a fight.
0: Hey, man, they're coming up to D1. Uh,
2: this Arkansas schedule, though, can we talk about this? This is the like the fourth straight year they've had the hardest schedule.
0: Yep. Like, you, Yeah, you, I know Shane talks about that a lot. Like,
2: you start out with Cincy. Yeah. And then you got South Carolina, which.
0: They're could, not, not
1: going to be a push around.
2: And then you got. Uh,
0: Missouri State with Bobby Petrino.
2: That's that's gonna be interesting right there. Is right. that
0: at Fayetteville? Yep. Yeah, it's in Fayetteville. Yeah. Oh yeah, well naturally it's Missouri State. It's, Sorry, uh, I don't uh, even <laughs> know why I asked that question. There, a uh, question. Other than
1: Bobby Petrino coming to like UCA to play or whatever, it'll be his first time in Fayetteville since he was fired. That's gonna be wild. That's gonna be some right there. But then you Shane, gotta, are you gonna go to that game? Yes,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am. It's <laughs> same same time as uh Miami and Texas A same exact Day,
0: so and, you know. So while you while you, while you be up in Fayetteville potentially, I'm going to be down in Texas potentially. I, I need to look where Penn State's at. So <laughs> see what's funny. Is yeah, what, see what, what see who they're playing see that what's weekend. Funny is that
1: I'll probably be in Texas at next week to watch the A and M game. See the boots on the ground. We got to get boots on the ground at these games, boys.
2: That that BYU game is going to be something though.
1: I will 100 percent do a talk and walk. This man said, talking one. <laughs> hey, I can't. Uh, I don't want Trey Biddy coming after me, okay?
0: Hold
2: on. Where's my team? There we go.
0: Oh, my God. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, I just got to see what can they... you Can you just go ahead and say to the world that you've officially ban- abandoned Arkansas State as your second favorite team and officially acknowledge the Cowboys as your number two team?
2: They're, they're up
0: there. Change it on the graphic. It's official. I, I'm changing <laughs> it on the graphic, bro. Hey, like
2: They come out the gate at, at uh, Burt's Illinois squad. Whatever, man. But September, they are off September 17th, so
0: let's go look at it. <laughs> I'm changing on the graphic. Wyoming Cowboys and, is Tyler's new second and see, favorite college and, and team. And see what's funny is that he checked Wyoming before Penn State. I know. See, that's the thing, guys. I mean, I'm telling you, Wyoming, like, I'm convinced that oh, Arkansas shit. State's not your second. Oh, shit. September 17th, Auburn at Auburn. Uh, we got we got boots on the ground that weekend, boys. <laughs> all three teams we got boots <laughs> on the ground. Man.
2: Oh shit, we played the Chippewas. Okay.
0: Oh, oh yeah, we, you're a Mac we, attack we fan. Hey Ohio, Mac. You and your Mac Attack, bro. Central Michigan. Mac. Uh
2: That's it. That's all the Macs we got. We got two two of the three. Of the Mac attacks. The Macs, the Macs, and the S E C
0: well, still talk about Auburn there. You just mentioned him, mean, Auburn's a shit show right now with everything going on with uh, Brian Harson. Uh, n- you know, now fired, which I didn't actually see that, but I, then again, I have been so disconnected from the news. But I mean, that's I mean, it's with everything that's been popping out, man. It's uh, this all kind of came out of nowhere. It feels like.
1: Yeah, I mean, there mm-hmm. was there was things going on. What's today? Today's Tuesday, so yeah. I mean, there there was some murmurs and stuff come like late Friday, Saturday. Um and then kind of went silent Sunday, and then there were some murmurs again, like, late Monday. And then I think he was fired early. Or maybe most likely l- to be fired.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It looks like he's most likely to be fired. Okay. Well, I mean, ago. I saw – when was that?
2: Two hours ago. They're trying to figure okay. out the $18 million buyout. Yeah, it it, it
0: was, it's going to end, apparently, in, in a couple of ways, and it's going to end very quickly, apparently. And – what by the my, by
1: people I've been I've been listening to that are Auburn fans or they cover Auburn, um, they saying that he's not going to be the only one gone. That yeah. AD's probably gone as well. So, like I said, Auburn uh, enters a Chad Morris era, and I love every second of it. I love it.
2: Penn State's going to go out there, go to Auburn, 56 want Oh, please do, please. Hey. Look at this Auburn schedule real quick. They can potentially start out. They could lose the Mercer in Week One.
0: All right, let's go ahead and pump the brakes here. Okay, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. They'll they'll probably beat Mercer. Okay,
2: probably not. But San Jose, Nick Starkle's still there?
0: No, no. Okay, Javon, there. Okay, some Hawaii. So, going. so
2: San Jose's gonna beat Auburn. Pissed, they gonna beat Auburn. They're gonna start. I guess. I guess I'll give them that one. They're gonna start line.
1: two and two because the, the the Missouri is abysmal too. So true.
2: Okay. Two and two. Could lose Where, to Where's good. the Where's the next W? Uh,
0: looking at it from here, so they're gonna start two and two potentially. LSU will so be two and three. Georgia two and four. Ole Miss. Mm, yeah. I don't.
1: Uh, I don't. Is that Is that Western Kentucky?
0: That That is Western. That Kentucky. might be a win. Maybe. Yeah. They got Zappy. So. Watch us say this and then Auburn just like fucking figures it out. So like, that'd be <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: Auburn got
1: was the quarterback? Who'd they get? They got Dart, didn't they? Was it Dart?
2: Or was that old miss that got
1: Dart? No. I thought, I thought Auburn got
0: Dart. Don't look at me. This man said, Don't look at me. Uh <laughs> Let me <laughs> No, dude, Arvin's in a Arvin's in a tough spot, especially like this late in the game, dude. For you to get rid of your coach and have to quickly figure out a new coach because that's what I was saying about the Hawaii thing is like with everything that was happening with uh, Todd Graham, dude. It was so late in the game to try to hire, you know. Where it's just like, wh- who's going to be your candidates at this point, you know? Because you're so close to the point where you got to get recruiting done and shit. Which, you know, at this point, Ar- you know, the recruiting should pretty much be done anyway as at this point. But
2: Texas ain't no quarterback.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Oh, Kellavari or whatever his name is. But I mean Cal- losing losing Cal- your Santa. coach at this point in the game, dude, that's tough. That's tough. You know, we're and, we're and not, not, not all, far away from Springfield. And stuff. not only
1: that, um like I said, losing AD as well. Yeah. Um so there's been rumors saying that I don't know if it's rumors or it's just Auburn fans you know saying what they want, but I was on Twitter and I've seen some some Auburn fans say that they want like Joe Judge as their coach. They need to look at uh,
2: Bill O'Brien.
0: That's true. That is okay. That that's that's true. That'd be that'd be quite the hire going from Bama to Auburn.
2: Because <laughs> if, cause if he gets his quarterback, he's a good coach. But yeah, yeah. Other than that, he ain't shit.
0: Yeah, no. That that's actually a candidate to watch for. I could actually see that one happening personally. Yeah, I could too. All right, let's hop over to some pro talk. You know, this of course being Super Bowl week, big week, boys, big week, big week. Are yeah.
1: we planning anything for Sunday?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, th- even
1: even if I'm in town, I don't know what you got planned. But I don't have. I I doubt I'm going to get invited to any Super Bowl parties this year. So I that mean,
0: that is that was so sad. I know <laughs> to say, Man. but um, so I, I, mean, I probably won't do something here. I probably wasn't gonna do anything, which obviously you know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, you know, if it wasn't for that, I was gonna. Pro- we we might have done something. But I mean, if you guys wanted to do something, like if you guys want to come over and use the studio, you're more than welcome to. I just don't know if I'll partake. But I got you. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll t- we'll tweet it out at a terrible FB show as well as our own respective Twitters. We'll figure something out if we want to do anything. I probably won't. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I've got a very very busy next few days. Oh, I bet. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, but let, let's kick things off, though. We had the Pro Bowl this past week. and man, Pro Bowl's an absolute joke. I mean, it is. It has been for years. Uh, what would you guys do to change it? You know, it, we, I mean, we, uh, a lot of people say just get rid of it. I don't know if I would say get rid of no. it. Because it, it is an important honor, you know, that people look at when it talked about Hall of Famers and players and stuff. But, I don't know, maybe something can be changed about it. And I'm not going to sit here and, and I'm not going to push the narrative that I think it needs to be changed to where it's going to really put these players to want to be a lot more physical like it used to be, you know, because you do have that rare situation like Tyre Efred who got hurt in the Pro Bowl, you know, and then missed like the first eight games of the regular season because of it. You know, th- those, those do happen, but I don't know. Maybe there can be something to do to fix the Pro Bowl. Where you still have it and you know, it can still be, because at the end of the day, all the pro is meant to be fun. I mean, it's yeah, you know, don't take it this, serious. This is what this
1: is what I'm I'm stating, right? I think um, you should play eleven on eleven, right? No pads, and treat it like a seven on treat it like a seven on seven style, to where, um, you know, I mean, it's kind of sucks for kickers and punters, but <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of start on the padding. i like you. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry, Pat. If you ever find this, <laughs> I, the brand, the you're gonna brand. Be, you're going to be on the show
2: <laughs> Friday morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that case, uh, fuck the kicker. Uh, <laughs> get me on the show. Um, but, I mean, they could do they could easily do a 11-11 type thing, but treat it like a 7-on-7 seven seven to where, you know, it's no pads, no nothing. They could have a flag, or they could just do their touch or whatever they've been doing. I know. Typically on 7-on-7, they do just touch. Um, Which, I mean, they haven't even been touching each other. Like, somebody
2: gets around you, and you're you're down.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, I I think that's all fine and dandy because I think that'll kind of give kind of like that backyard feel um, that sometimes, you know, players and the pros kind of lose that kind of like backyard feel when it comes to football because, I mean, it's their job. So... I think that'd be a nice... Um, and plus, you're not giving expectations of the Pro Bowl of being full contact. Because the, the biggest surprise for me was when I tuned in, I'm like, okay, they're all suited up. They're in pads. They're in full uniform. And they're over there, like, tapping each other's butts to get down. So, it's like, okay, well, I expect this because they're in full gear. Um, but that's not what we got. So... You know, they, maybe they can wear their helmets, um, you know, for the team that they're with, come up with some kind of uniform that's, you know, like 7-on-7-like, seven seven um, and then do it that way, but play 11-on-11. 11 11. Um, and then as far as, like, an extra football game to watch, I've been seeing this for years. Um, put the two worst teams together yeah, and have them play for the number one pick.
0: A lot of people still pitch that personally.
2: Uh, with the pick situation, I think they should do the, the lottery like the NBA. So you can't really tank
0: uh, no, I I hate the lottery. I really do. That's me though. I mean, I, I might be on an island with that. I think the is stupid. I mean I'm
2: a Sacramento Kings fan. I can't really hate something that we try to
1: finesse the, every the year. only thing the only thing I don't <laughs> like about the lottery, I don't always trust it. Yeah, right.
2: Like, like Cleveland getting three or four years number ones. So that's
1: Yeah. Because I mean it's as much as people say, oh no, they do it right. I mean, it's not that hard to dap on somebody's pocket, right? And um, you know, put something on it on a on a fucking envelope to where you can tell which one it is. That's the only thing I don't like about it because it comes. I mean, that's outside of football or basketball that's that's providing that pick. And I just that's something I've never my, been a fan of. My so. thing
2: is they use balls, right? But they don't just use one for each team. I feel like it should be one for each team. Not a percentage of the balls for the worst team. I like say give you the top five, top six. Just put one ball in, whichever one comes out first. That's pick six, and all the way down to one. That's what I would do. Draw out of a hat, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I like that better because I just I just don't like. I mean, if you're gonna do it, then you gotta do it fair for however many teams you're gonna do it for, whether it's fourteen like the NBA or however the NFL would do it. I'll but, say
2: the worst in every division. Yeah. I mean, I don't because some divisions are pretty solid. And some's got some two trash teams like the Jets and yeah, Miami true. a couple years ago.
0: I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to solve that. but I will say for the Pro Bowl, one other idea, and it would it would ultimately fuck out of all the positions to go. The only one that I think that it would actually fuck would be like, your kick returner, punt returner, uh, Pro Bowl selection, your uh, and your punter. I feel like kickers will still get, and long snappers still kind of get their action. But uh, play on a reduced field, man. Like just make it short, like,
2: it, like an arena.
0: Yeah, play play on like a. I mean, you can play on a full length field, but it's like cut where you start the field. Think of it like college overtime. You know, keep it keep it close to the red zone. Keep uh, it one, exciting. One play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it might be a little fun because, I mean, like, at the end of the day, people, like, I get, everyone that bitches about the Pro Bowl is just because, like, they're taking it super serious because, you, know, you know, they're thinking it's going to be, like, a playoff-level game. But, like, it's just dudes out there having fun. You know, it's
2: like the NBA
0: All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, well, that game is usually pretty serious in my opinion. Well,
2: now they got it switched up to where it's, like, you go to a certain number. Right. Not yeah. just – so, like, the fourth quarter you go to, let's say, like – because it restarts every every quarter. hmm so you go to like twenty four points, and then whoever gets first, I don't really like that. Mm. I like the one hundred and seventy eight to one hundred and sixty nine or something. Yeah, those like that.
0: scores are ridiculous. But like, I don't know. I mean, the Pro Bowl is just fun, dude. Because then you can get fun matchups where like players get to go to play other positions, like seeing the two Diggs brothers go at it, but on opposite sides, lock them down. Yeah, Trayvon being a, a receiver, Stephon being a DB. Like that stuff is really just fun for me to watch as a fan. I mean, yeah. I I agree, but the thing that gets me is.
1: Is the the contact thing right? Yeah. If you're going to be in full pads, make it contact. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and if you don't want to make it contact, that's that's okay with me. I completely agree with player safety, and I mean these guys are. I mean it's their career, It's how they make money. So I completely um okay with it being no contact, but then take the equipment off, <clears throat> make it something like you know, like I said, seven on 11, eleven, um, to where. You know, people tuning in, it's not like, oh, this is a football game. You know, it's the best of the best against,
0: you know, the best. My so, man. you know, it's going to be. That's what ruined it right there. Yeah, so Taylor Sean laying- Taylor laying that punter out. And <laughs> hey, that's Brian Mormon.
2: He used to be my quarterback on Madden. Oh, my God. That, that's how bad the quarterbacks on the Bills used to be. I used to just, Brian Mormon, quarterback, take over J.P. Lossman, Trent Edwards spot. you know.
0: Trent Edwards was. But I mean even <laughs> this even, man was like ninety
2: speed with like a sixty eight like accuracy. So he could sling that ball, but he could also Mike Vickett it out the corner, you know.
1: <laughs> but see, I mean, even even after that, um, the Sean Taylor stuff, Boy. there was still good Pro Bowl games. There was, I feel like. Um I mean I remember watching some really good really good games, really good competition without you seeing Sean Taylor take the dude's head off. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to do player safety and you want to, you know, do touch, that's fine. But implement a set of rules, um, like I said earlier, like a seven on seven type thing, but make it eleven on eleven to where you know you do give these, um, Pro Bowl linemen and stuff, you know, their, their recognition as well, um, and then it makes it safe because they're playing the seven on seven rules. It's not contact. Um, and they're out there having fun, to where, um, you know, they don't get to do that. All. They don't get to go out there and play football for fun, most of the
0: time. Yeah. Most, most of most time it's it's win 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 it's win business. win win. Exactly. You know, you know, they 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 have fun, you know, because it's a game, or at least you know, players that are enjoying their job are having fun. But at the end of the day, it is also a business, you know, because you can ha- you go know, you can do business and have fun. But Pro Bowl is meant to be just fun. Yeah.
2: So. See, like in the NBA and the in baseball, the like the All Star game is it decides something. Like baseball, the winner of the the All Star game gets home field advantage in the playoffs. Yeah. Basketball, I'm pretty sure it's the same way. Might be wrong.
0: They I might don't have think changed so. It. It's not. I don't think so. What? I don't think the I don't think the All Star game has ever meant anything except bragging rights. I could be wrong. I but.
2: mean, it might have changed since now that they got the uh, <clears throat> the captains picking teams. Oh, yeah, true. I feel like before it kind of like – because they used to use the 2-3-2 the two, two format. Mm. So, like, whoever won got the the two, and whoever lost got the three straight games. And then I remember that from Boston-L.A.
0: games. Right. I think just the downside of the Pro Bowl is that because it's such a, you know, a heavy contact sport, people get hurt so much, I don't think he will ever be – yeah, I don't think uh, unless I don't, I don't think it'll ever be actually competitive again. I really don't, man. <laughs> I mean, they, they take too much, and which they need to focus on their health. I mean, it sucks. I would love to see it get changed where it is more fun. I like the skills competitions; they still do though. Yep. Russell was slinging it, you know this past you know this past week, and he was. I mean, those are fun for me to yep. watch. I always enjoyed watching the old school ones, like who can throw the furthest and shit like that. Like they go, really need to bring that back. They really do. I think that'd be fun. Josh and Patty got something to deal with. <laughs> they got something to deal with he that's, says yeah, that's, as if there's like a beef between them no, it's a it beef is, between fan bases exactly <laughs> it's not between them they probably don't care oh uh, they kind of want to know oh uh, well i feel like
2: i feel like that would be pretty pretty entertaining
0: oh no i, I like the skills competition. that's all fun that's good stuff uh talking about one of our pro bowl <laughs> quarterbacks in this past weekend Kyler murray man uh you know, unfollowed everything Arizona Cardinals on his socials, deleted all of his pictures, anything involving the Cardinals, you know, kind of indicating he wants that Arizona. Man, this is, ve- this feels very, very random. Like, this yeah. feels like it came out of nowhere. Like, I know we're not too far off from like a contract year sort of stuff for him, but even still, like, this feels a little, a little dramatic, in my opinion. Send a message, pay the man. Yeah. I don't know. This just feels dramatic to me. Dramatic and out of nowhere. Yeah. How you guys feel on that? You think he, you think he's going to force his way out of Arizona? And mm-hmm. why? Um tired of Cliff? Tired of these in half, you know, losing series they're having? I don't
1: know. I I, I started watching Ballers last night. Ballers. Uh, Ballers on HBO. Man, I love that show. So, un you know, not to be happy about it, but I kind of watched the whole entire first season last night. Solid, but solid. anyways, <laughs>
2: hey, season two is <laughs> up there.
1: But, um, but you know, seeing how things, you know, of course, they're theatrical, right? Um, but you know, seeing stuff between like financial advisors to agents to like the GMs and like negotiations and stuff, I can definitely tell how things could be rocky in that situation. And, I mean, it, it could be just a ploy just to, you know, signify like, hey, if you don't give me my money or the, the, not the number I want, I'm out of here. I'll test for you and see. Was uh,
2: <laughs> season one, that wasn't when he had like three teams to choose from the receiver?
1: No. Okay. That's, that's um, season two or three. That's season two because uh, the only thing that confused me about that show, and I don't know we're completely branching off. Hey, right it's now. still
2: football. Um, it's got the rock in there, so yeah, yeah. You know, Alex, <laughs> Alex likes it.
1: Um, so <laughs> the thing is, is like uh, I think his name is like Jarrett, something Jarrett. Um, Dwayne, no, not Dwayne. Darian Jarrett or something like that. But anyways, he he originally played for Green Bay. He hit some dude in the face. Got signed by Miami. Um, and then like after season one, like towards the end of season one, they were going into the the season. And this was twenty fifteen. And then when season two picks up, he's being possibly cut by uh Green Bay. Miami. Oh yeah, Miami. Ricky Jarrett. Yeah, Ricky Jarrett. So I don't know. But going back to the question and the whole reason why I brought up ballers is because <laughs> I, I do see how it, it it can kinda be iffy, especially since you have so many people kind of vouching for you. And what you want, um, it is, it could be just a thing to where he's like, no, this is no the number I want. This is the this is the type of contract I want. If you're not gonna budge on it, I'm okay with leaving. I
0: can
2: see that. I can see that. What about you, Tyler? Yeah, I zoned out. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel He's he's. I feel like. He I mean, wants, this he wants is money.
0: Yeah, this is just a money move. He's really all it is, because it's very challenging for me to see the logic that he wants out of the out of the organization, unless there's something wrong with like let's say the GM or Cliff. Like he's tired of Cliff, whatever. Cause, I mean, the team is it's it's built. You know, he's got a good team. Got, nice. got you know, in my opinion, the best receiver in the league. There, um, you got AJ Green there. Okay, you got JJ Watt, who's still you know it is tra- trademark JJ Watt, and gets hurt, but still JJ Watt, he can still go out and play. You know, you got Buda Baker in the back. I mean, you have got a good defense to help you out. You got a good, you know, offense to help you out. Pro Bowl running back and James Conner, which still shocks me. But okay, whatever. Um, I, it just it it blows me away that he would want off the team. Like, you know, like, uh,
2: there's a lot of quarterback spots open though.
0: Yeah, see, maybe and, he wants and, to go to Tampa. That was my first guess. I, I also saw his uh, his odds for that, where he's like plus five hundred to be the next Tampa quarterback. I'm like, eh, I don't know.
2: He can go to the Giants.
0: Which I don't know what the hell Tampa's going to do.
2: They got their star in Kyle Trask. <laughs> hey,
0: come on, man!
2: You see, long, you see, Long Neck.
0: <laughs> Stop.
2: They they want to use him. David, they want to use
0: Long Neck. No, you know? they're not
2: gonna for a quarterback.
0: Houston needs a quarterback, man. Long Neck Davis is not Dave, the answer. Dude,
2: Davis was cooking at the end of the year.
0: Davis is not the answer, bro.
2: Wait, what was what did Pat call him? Uh, not Davis. He called him something else. Damn, I can't remember. Davis ain't
0: answer, dude.
2: Dude, Davis was cooking, man. Look at this. Look at Look at these stats to end of the year. 301, 3-0. Three I mean, he kind of struggled right there.
0: But I mean, technically he was the second best rookie quarterback on this fast draft for the season dude, behind he, Mac.
2: He was cooking, I'm telling you, man. He had that one bad game against Indy in Buffalo, obviously. obviously other than he that, says. hey, you take them two games away. This man threw four four interceptions. How many TDs? Uh, sixteen. So he would have been sixteen or four without them two games. I mean, he did
0: sixteen and four is impressive. I mean, it with minus those two games.
2: If you, well, it, honestly, if you take away the Buffalo game, he was still he was still cooking because he only had eighty seven passing yards that game.
0: I don't know. I mean, well, I will I will say this. Davis Mills is a Lovey Smith type of guy. At, I will say that. Look
2: at that picture, though,
0: man. I know. Long neck. I know. Long neck. You are just – you have the biggest hey. heart on. For I mean, I can see it from under the table hey. right now.
2: Josh McCown should have been his, his coach, okay? It would have been my two quarterbacks in the same room, man.
0: Is Davis Mills your second favorite quarterback in the league behind Josh? He's getting there. He's in there. <laughs> but I figured it would be Danny Dimes. That's true. You are a big Danny Dimes fan. What's wild is
2: I used to be a big Davis Webb fan when he was in college. Now guess where he's at? Back with Danny Dimes in New Jersey. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild how I don't think Davis
0: Mills is going to be the answer, but, I mean, I, it makes sense that they're going to go with the default route and stick I with him because they went with the default route for the coach. I mean,
2: I did say he's going to be a superstar, so.
0: We'll we'll follow back up with that you know in a year next or two year. yeah we'll Let's see how we'll set see how a he does. reminder for yeah, next year go ahead and
1: timestamp this yeah, to yeah. where you know he called you out on I mean on your bad takes we'll call him out on it
2: hey, on yeah. this one clip that for next year okay
0: know? I got you I got you. Uh, well, let's let's talk about some coaching stuff here. And we, I guess we should probably start with the, the big storyline that came out last week that we kind of put off, whatever, because there was still so much coming out of it and it was still so fresh. And the stuff with Brian Flores, of course, you know, gets fired from Miami. You know, everyone assumed that he was going to be a humongous coaching candidate, top of the list for everyone all throughout everything. And then it's just like, you know, each job that we're hearing that he's getting interviewed for, someone else gets hired over him one thing after another. And now he's suing the entire NFL over their hiring practices you know i i listened to a little bit of his interview with uh get up i believe is what it was uh he had his two lawyers there yeah. with him uh i meant to go back and listen to the rest of it. i got i got tied up with something but um, um i mean i give him complete props for what he's doing because and he even openly admits that he understands that he's probably sacrificing his career because i mean this is one of those situations where it's like He's going to get blackballed. You know what I mean? You know, so like you make a stance like this, you're going to get blackballed. But, like, the biggest thing that's interesting out of this is that he's claiming that, you know, Stephen Ross down in Miami was offering him 100 k yeah. you know, to lose games because they were, like, one in seven. So he was trying to get that number one overall pick. 100 k to lose games. And, then, you know, obviously they went on their run, obviously. And now it kind of puts some uh, clarity on why he got fired. Um, but, I mean, this situation is wild, dude. I mean, he, I mean, he does bring up some good points when it comes to – you know, you look around the league, you look around how many head coaches are, are not white, very few. You look at owners that aren't white, only, you know, sh- you know they'll, Con. yeah, Con's the only one that I can think of. It's not just, you know, just trademark Caucasian. Um, you know, Packers, they don't have an owner. Don't count them, obviously. So, there's 31 owners in the league. Um, you know, he, he brings up good points. He does. I mean, um, Oh, at the end of the day, like I said, he's going to end up getting blackballed out of this, and he acknowledges that. But, you know, I give him kudos for it. You know, he's – because he, ultimately all he wants to do is he wants to bring change, is all he wants to do in these hiring practices. You know, and, the, man, those text messages, that's tough. That's tough. Man. That, Shane, did you, see, did you get to read those text messages? Dude, dude, no, I didn't. Uh, dude, it's <laughs> tough. You know, he took screenshots and he showed it of text messages he got from Bill Belichick. Mind you. Brian Flores worked for Bill Belichick. He was on the New England staff before he got that Miami job. And uh, where it's like, you know, congrats on the Giants job. And Brian Flores is like, you know, did you hear something that I didn't, whatever? And, uh, you know, Belichick was just like, you know, it's like everything that I'm hearing is like, you know, you're the guy, whatever, you know. And Brian Flores is like, well, you know, that's what I really want. I'm hoping for that. And then Flores then responds just like, Coach, are you talking about Brian Dayball or Brian Flores? And then Belichick responds. He's just like, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I misread that on who I was texting. This is my fault. And he signs it off as trademarking a, how he signs, like, stuff where it says, like, just BB at the end. And Flores like, thanks, coach. <laughs> like, this is legit. You can look it up, bro. Yeah. Uh, Flores releasing those, uh, you know, which also, you know, I, I did get to listen to the get-up segment where he talked about the text messages where it's just like it adds fuel to the fire of, like, you know, when it comes to hiring, he's uh, Tyler's pulling up the, the messages for you. Uh, when it comes to the hiring practices, right, you know, we have the Rooney rule, right? I don't know if
2: you can read that or not.
0: We have the Rooney rule where teams have to interview people of, you know, that, that aren't white. Minority. Yeah, minorities, exactly. You know, that's what they have to do. But it's just like the thing that, the, you know, that Brian was pointing out, that his lawyers were pointing out, it's just like, what's the point of the Rooney rule or these other things in place when it's like, if a team already knows who they're going to hire, you know, it's just like, you're wasting my time. You're wasting your own time, you know, doing the dinner, doing the interview and stuff. Cause it's just like, you know, for Bill Belichick to hear, you know, that it's Brian Dayball and then accidentally texting Flores. It's like, I don't, I, I think at that point, I don't think Flores even had his interview yet you know, whenever Bill Belichick sent those text messages. So it's like Bill Belichick was hearing from, his, from the coach's circle that the Giants had already made their pick without even finishing the interviews. So you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, they're finishing the interviews because they have to because of this rune Rule. It's like, well, what's the point in that when it's just like there's all these backdoor dealings that are happening, you know what I mean? Which that happens everywhere. We know that. But man, what a wild situation with this. See what what comes to my mind is this,
1: right? Which who is the Miami owner?
0: Stephen Ross.
1: Stephen Ross. So if it's true that he offered to pay Flores to continue losing games after going one in seven, right? And obviously Flores did not do that because they won what nine straight? Yeah, something like that. So then he gets fired, which that makes sense, right? You didn't do what the owner says you're out of there. Mm-hmm. Right? Cuz we I mean, we even said it on the show when when he was fired like what the fuck is Miami doing?
0: Yeah, that that fire <laughs> caught everyone off guard.
1: Like everybody was like why is he getting fired after winning nine straight games? Not in- looking like he was putting things together the way that you should and then you get fired. Well, this comes out you're like okay, well that makes sense. But also as an owner even if it is Miami, You gotta think he has pull around the league, right? So what if he, what if this Stephen Ross dude is like going to other owners, like, hey, you know, if you need something, that if you need um, your head coach to do something, he's not gonna do it. You know, kind of being like that kind of like sleazy guy. Oh yeah, I see what what you're saying. saying?
0: Like going to other owners that are gonna interview Brian. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. just to kind of like that's shady shit. I mean, (laughs) shady shit that probably happens. It could be.
1: I yeah. mean, and in that case, that kind of sucks because if if I was
0: Flores, that would be the first thing I'd look at. Yep. Right. Having some trouble there with the cord? Yes. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's attacking my foot. <laughs> no, that, that's actually a very good point. That's something that I could see uh, happen, that he goes around kind of trashing Flores around. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I definitely agree with, with Brian's take of that, you know, things need to change because I feel like they do, man. If there's going to be all these backdoor dealings and stuff, it's like why is it, what's the point for some interviews, but – I don't know the Bill Belichick thing. That's the tough. That's that's tough, dude. You know that's tough. And that also shows how much pull Belichick has. That's yeah, yeah, that's big. True, he's got a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Talking about coaches, still we've got uh, pretty much every slot now is now done. We've got all of our coaches for the league. You know, Bears of course with Matt Everfluss. You know, Broncos hired Daniel uh, Hackett. um, You know, the Dolphins hired Mike Mike McDaniel. That one's uh, just popped out this week. Uh, O.C. from San Francisco, Giants with Brian Dayball, of course. Jaguars hiring Doug Peterson. Got to talk about that one here in a minute. Uh, Raiders with Josh McDaniels, that'll be interesting. Saints going the route that we thought they would with Dennis Allen, their D.C. Uh, Texans, you know, at first looking like Josh McCown was going to be the guy. And they pulled up, you know, they, they backed out of that and made their DC Lovey Smith, who I've got a lot of love for, their new head coach, and then the Vikings with Kevin O'Connell. You know, so for the ones that popped out this week, of course, that was Lovey, Doug, Dennis, Mike, and Kevin. Uh, the Doug one is very interesting to me. First off, I do love the hire. I really do. Doug was one of my favorite picks for Jacksonville coming into this season. But it to me, it really does feel like we didn't have other options because Doug Peterson, like I mentioned last week, Doug Peterson's first interview was like 35 days ago. We had all this news popping out, you know, the last week involving, you know, Trent, you know, wanting to get Trent fired, Brian, you know, Byron left, which was going to be the guy. Byron's just like, I don't want to work with Trent. So it's just like, it feels like the Jags just like, well, we can't get the guy we wanted. So, hey, Doug, you want to come be the coach? Which I, I do think it's a good hire. I like Doug. I like Doug a lot. And I like Doug to work with Trevor. Uh, I also, I, I personally like the Lovey pick. I really yeah. do. I know a lot of people are shitting on it because I, w- I will admit, it does feel like a lazy hire. Just kind of like Manny Diaz to Miami. That was a lazy hire. Well, they um, have a
2: lot of, lot of drama happening over there. So. Yeah,
0: they do. But, I mean, I, I don't think Lovey's a bad coach, bro. I really don't. I mean, I like the pick for Lovey. I like him being the Texans coach. I feel like, you know, he can get some pieces together, get some pieces rolling. You know, it could be a you know, good thing to watch. Now, here's something to watch for, though. The rumors that I'm seeing is that the contract is a shorter contract, right? And I'm also seeing some other rumors that Josh McCown could be hired on as the offensive staff. If that yep. happens, Lovey's going to be out quick. I'll go ahead and say it up front. He's okay. going to be a scapegoat for Josh in a few years. If that Did, if that if that happens,
2: didn't Lovey say he was going to be running the plays and stuff?
0: I don't know if he said that. I, I like one of them. I but mean, isn't, if, if isn't,
2: he
1: did, it would be defensive play. But, say, yeah. isn't you he's a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. So. yeah. So, I mean, he would, he would
0: run defense. Which, you know, I got to say, you know, a lot of people look over this because of how just, like, bad the Texans were and all the drama. But the Texans' defense this past year, they weren't terrible. Yeah. They were terrible as overall statistics. They I think they were mostly, like, in the 20s. But, like you look at one notable area that drastically improved was takeaways. You know, takeaways from the season before, they were ranked, I think, I want to say in the 20s or so, but takeaways. From this past season, they were, I think, I, I want to say a top 10 ranked team in terms of takeaways in one year of Lovey coming in and being the DC. You know, so I, I feel like Lovey can get this team rolling. You know what I mean? I feel like I like the pick personally, but that's also coming from a Bears fan. He did a lot of stuff for us. Uh, I also like uh, Mike McDaniel and Kevin O'Connell. Dylan, Dennis Allen is the only one that I'm kind of iffy on. I just feel like that was a really lazy hire for the Saints, in my opinion. But I do like Mike McDaniel a lot, and I like Kevin O'Connell as well. But the one interesting thing about Kevin O'Connell, and I've got stats pulled up for this as well, because I want to make a a little bit of an argument here. Uh, That's not the right page. That's the right page. One thing about Kevin O'Connell going to the Vikings is that is you know he really delivered in his interview and stuff that he's you know he's he's there for Kirk you know he's a big fan of Kirk Cousins he thinks Kirk can be the guy and that's the argument i want to make is that i don't under i don't fully understand all of the hatred for Kirk Cousins i really don't like i understand like he's not like he's i guess the hate lies in that everyone is just expecting a super bowl you know which is fair you know all fans should be like that but bro you look at Kirk Cousins stats and this dude slings it man like, you, seriously, like let's look at just this past year, okay? 4,200 yards, 33 TDs, seven interceptions, right? Uh, you know, completion percentage, 66.3. Um, I mean, season before, 4,200 yards again, 30, 35, 13 uh, when it comes to TD interceptions year before that. Um, 3,600 yards, um, 26 TDs to six interceptions before that, for, uh, almost 4,300 yards, um, 30 TDs. I mean, uh, and you know, just a few years before that, he almost had five thousand yards passing. I mean, the dude slings it, man. I, I feel like I feel like Kirk can be the guy for the Vikings. I do. You know, just keep building some more pieces around him. You know, which he's already got good pieces. You know, let's let's work on that defense some more. And I feel like the Vikings can legitimately make a run if they had a good coach. Because let's be real, I'm I'm not gonna blame Kirk for any Vikings problems they had. I'm gonna blame Mike Zimmer. Uh, Mike Zimmer was a very average coach, and that was very clear that he was an average coach. I mean, what well, what's you guys take on some of these hires? How are you feeling about some who do you hate, who you don't like? Well, I said the same thing. Who do you hate, who do you who do you not hate? There you go. I like the Lovey Smith
1: hire. I like the Doug Peterson hire. I think, in my personal opinion, no Lovey Smith just kind of came out of right field. Um, I didn't really see it coming. Yeah, it did. it did. And, frankly, I've always been a Lovey Smith fan. Um but kind of bad on my part. I I didn't know he was on the Texan staff. Same to be, to uh, be I to think to I'm the only frank. one that did, but um but you know <laughs> he's rocking a nice terrible little, show. He's, right. he's rocking a
0: nice little beard. Yeah, he got That's that, that, that thing that Illinois beard. It, right that there. is that is the Illinois you beard. Get the
1: thing going.
0: Because he um, he had that all throughout his years at Illinois. I mean yep. he had that beard rocking.
1: <laughs> But um, you know, I like the hire. I like the Doug Peterson hire. I like the Doug hire. I, a lot. I really like the Vikings hire. Um, other than that, I think with the others, uh, it's just kind of like a um, wait, you and wait and see kind of thing. Um, I think the Josh McDaniels hire is it, it could potentially work out. Um, you know, I think the rate as Raiders right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think that could be that could be good for them. Um, but other than that, like I said, it's kind of wait and see kind of thing. And addressing the Kirk Cousins thing, I think it kind of comes down to people don't really respect him because he doesn't win playoff games.
0: Yeah, or like n- you know, national, like TV games.
1: Yeah, he doesn't win those prime time games. Yeah, prim- that's what I was looking for. Um, so you know, but I mean, you're right. Uh, I've always, I've always liked Kirk Cousins. I've always known that you know he's a guy that you know I. I mean hell, I followed him at Michigan State. Yeah, yeah. You know. He was a, he was a baller at Michigan um, State. Oh yeah. He cuz I think he was there when Madre was there. Was he there with Madre? Or was Madre after? after and day. I'm I'm speaking of Madre London um, I think after. I might be wrong though. But you know, I and I've always been kind of a, like a Michigan Michigan State. I don't wouldn't say fan, but I definitely follow them. Um, supporter yeah just due to just due to family ties
2: just to have a team in the big 10 you know yeah you know
1: um because i'm definitely not following ohio state (laughs) fuck all that (laughs) fuck ohio state um but you know i mean
2: his team's illinoisian or maybe northwestern
1: i don't really have a team in the big 10 hey speaking of northwestern uh joe hyman (laughs) joe hyman from pa will be their running back next year damn Shout out to him.
0: I do feel like you need a team in every conference, though. But I don't have one for the Big Ten. Yeah, mine
2: got fucked up when Nebraska went to the Big Ten. Because oh, then
0: I lost a Big 12 team. And I'm like, God damn,
2: man. Kansas, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Kansas, he says. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I was also my Big 12 team. My supporting team was Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, or Baylor. Baylor, uh, dude. Baylor's got Baylor Tigers. <laughs> Baylor Tigers. Tigers <laughs> you, yeah, hey, you brought it up. <laughs> I know. Um, and if anybody listening doesn't know where the fuck that joke comes from, it comes from my 24 hour stream. I was like 17 and a half hours straight into it. <laughs> and you're just like, oh yeah, the Baylor Tigers. Oh, I like the man, Baylor Tigers. Man. I really love them. I was like, go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. So that that they didn't go right, but um, honestly, with Cincinnati coming in, I may, I may,
0: they may, they maybe be with the team. I do like Cincy, you know.
2: So Who else is going in there with them?
0: U- UCF. So, that, I mean, that would technically be my big 12 team. UCF, BYU, Houston? and – Houston. Yep, those are the four. BYU might be
2: the Jimmer school right there.
0: Oh, my God, stop. Jimmer. <laughs> stop, stop.
1: Which is interesting because Arkansas plays BYU next year. Yeah. facts. And Cincinnati. Yep.
2: Man, How <laughs> only that be – played Houston or UCF.
1: Tough, tough.
2: <laughs> um – but yeah, well, what you I, think about the dead ball hire? Yeah, and I feel like that was the. <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't say the Bears either.
1: Yeah, I don't really like the Bears' hire. I think it's a very Bears thing to do.
0: It, it is, dude. <laughs> it, it, now, see, I I think, w- <laughs> I think y'all missed out. I think we did too. And but I will say this: like, while I do feel that way, and I feel like it's a very trademark Bears hire. I will say that hes they're building a hell of a staff. I will say yeah. that. I love our OC hire with Luke Getsey. I'm a big fan of that hire. I am too. Um, I like that. I mean, there, there, are, there are things that we're doing that I do like. but yeah, that, Y'all are
2: cooking some.
0: The main thing that I like about Matt right now is that Matt has openly acknowledged that he's not calling defensive plays. Obviously, he's not calling offensive plays. He's a defensive guy. Because he, he openly acknowledges the one fault that Matt net, Matt. always had where you know Matt was trying to do two positions at once you know the head coach needs to be the head coach of the entire team so that's the one plus that I've got on Matt right now Matt 2.0 that is is that he openly acknowledges that he's got to run the whole team but I still agree with you I'm the hire doesn't superset well with me, but we'll see how it goes.
2: <laughs> hey, it could turn out to be a Sean McDermott hire, so it could. I it,
0: mean, yeah, it could out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I like I said when the hire was made, it was going to come down to the staff, and I do like the staff that we're putting together. Most notably, Luke Getzey. I do yeah. love that hire a lot. Yeah. So especially since we, since especially since we stole him away from Green Bay when he was basically poised to be the Green Bay OC. So I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Let's go. has uh, um, Green Bay got anybody? Yeah, they uh who'd they hire as their O C. Um it was someone from within the staff. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember his exact position. Uh, maybe tight ends coach.
2: They ain't even got a tight
0: end. <laughs> yeah, they have uh Big Bob. Big Bob Tunyon. Oh yeah. He got hurt. That's yeah. why you probably forget about him.
2: Yeah, he was on my fantasy team. I just that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it wasn't. I don't fucking know. Um, I remember seeing him though.
1: I really like the the Denver hire. Yeah, I like Hackett. You know, yeah, Hackett was kind of my number one choice. You um, know
2: what's gotta you get what's gotta happen after that?
1: Yep, a Rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, call it a Rod crew because oh, he's bringing some people with. Oh yeah. he's he's gonna be bring, bring a whole crew. Yeah, he's bringing like, the posse. He's yeah, bringing some yeah. two receivers to go with them too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, was it it Scantling and Adams, right? Yeah, that's his goal. See, the thing is about these hires is, like, you know, while we can like a majority of the hires, man, every hiring cycle you're going to have those coaches that are going to be dog shit. So, which of these coaches are going to be dog shit? That's the question. Okay. There's going to be someone on this list.
2: Let's put it out here now. Who's the first one to get fired?
0: Lovey. God, now. I think Lovey, unfortunately, I think he's a scapegoat. Did, who did Miami hire? Mike McDaniel, OC from San Fran. Which, he you is know, a character. Which I've got to say, even if he does get fired, you know, like let's say he sucks, he's going to have the best fucking press conferences in the world. <laughs> he is, dude. His press conferences is amazing. I, I had
2: to look his ass up. I was like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> have you guys
0: seen his opening press conference when he got hired as the OC in San Fran? Mm-hmm. He came up there and you know, you know, obviously we've all seen picture of him now. He's a very scrawny dude. He's, right? he's
2: like five six, five seven.
0: Very scrawny. He stands up to the podium, he makes some joke. He's just like, All right, well, now that I'm up here, where you know I very, very clearly look so intimidating from everyone else with my physical physique. You know, he's just like, any questions? Opening questions. I mean, dude, dude is dude's a character, man. Look at him. Dude's a character, man. His press conferences are gonna be Go, goes
2: to show you they'll hire anybody,
0: dude. They're gonna man, be they're legendary. not hiring
2: you because of looks.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, you know who do you guys think out of this out of these coaches are gonna be like the first to be fired? Who do you think is gonna be dog shit? Because like I said, every hiring cycle have them. We may like some of these hires, but there's gonna be someone who's gonna stink. Who's it gonna be though? I think Lovey's gonna potentially be the first to get fired, and I think it's just because he's a scapegoat. I really do. I genuinely think he's a scapegoat. Unfortunately, I do too. But my thing is like,
1: why not just go with McCown in the first place? Right. Is it because he's not not ready, not ready, or you
0: gotta, not?
2: You got to build him up. Yeah,
0: all he's, he's, done he's never is, been a. All coach. he's done, yeah, yeah, he is. All he does is high school coaching. But that's it. That's the problem. Damn, that's quite the jump. High I school made. coaching. I don't even think he's a head coach. I think he just helped. He might be a head coach. Yeah. Chad I know Chad Morris. Yeah, guy like going from that to NFL <laughs> head coach, like that's wild, bro.
2: Speaking of high school head coaches, uh, my boy Dan Connor was a high school head coach in 2016, 2017. Can y'all guess what his team went? Nope. One and nine. I had to look it up. <laughs> I looked. No, I looked up the team, and it took me to a Washington DC team, and I was like, oh, and eleven. Nah, he's better than that. So I looked up what state it was in—Pennsylvania, obviously. I mean, Penn State. I looked him up, one and nine. I'm like, God damn! How are you even a coach? And then he went to like some college and for like linebacker. But now he's
0: part of the Patriot staff.
2: The Penn State, yeah. As a defensive oh, analyst. Okay. Okay. He's an analyst. He
1: ain't even a coach, really. He's just—he okay. just crunches numbers.
0: But anyway, back to the coaching
1: um, uh, hires I th- and fires. I think Lovey's definitely up there. Um I think, honestly, Doug Peterson could be on a hot seat just because – Last minute. Yeah, yeah just because it's a last minute kind of hire. It's not necessarily who they wanted. Yeah. And, honestly, I think out of – mostly out of everybody, I mean, besides – I mean, he, he's got top-end talent to deal with yeah, right a now. A lot of money as well. Yeah, a lot of money. So, Draft capital. I mean, if he goes and debunks the situation, it can very
0: well turn ugly. I mean, especially if they start off like that. And that's a great point. I'm going to have to double down on that with you. I think Doug's going to be on a short leash because at the end of the day, that's not their top candidate.
2: Oh, they got Pep as their offense. Yeah, candidate. yeah,
0: Pep Hamilton.
2: And hey. then Mike McCoy behind them. They're yep. setting it up to fire them.
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. You get hired
2: to get fired. Come on now.
0: Yeah. I, I think Doug's going to be on a short leash, unfortunately, because at the end of the day, we got to keep in mind, Fucking Jacksonville, <laughs> this, is a, yeah. this organization's a shit show. So uh, that's actually a good call, Shane. I think he's on a short leash, honestly. Um, other than that, I mean, of course, I mean,
1: being in New York or New Jersey, you're always gonna be on a hot seat. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so Dayball, um, unfortunately, because I, I really like, I really really like to hire, um, not to be, kind of.
0: Dumb here, but who the fuck is the Jets coach? <laughs> uh, that's uh, Robert Sala. Yeah, that's Robert Sala. He was the DC from San Fran. Who's also the Baylor Tigers coach? <laughs> okay, <wait. laughs> all, right. all right, all right, all right. Hey, look uh, at
2: look at uh look at their their office coordinator though. Is that, that
0: Mike Kafka? That is from Indeed. Northwestern.
2: Indeed, defense is Wink Martindale.
0: I okay. will say, out of all the coach candidates, the one coach that's going to be on the longest leash by far will be the Bears, just because it's the Bears. That's how that's how they run, man. We saw how it went with Nagy.
2: Hey, they're going to flip the script. They're going to fire him three games in.
0: <laughs> no, he's going to be on the longest leash like by far. Out of all these coaches, he will easily have the longest leash to play with. Yeah,
2: I, I think Hackett, if he don't get – uh Rogers, he might be a little bit short of a leaf. Yeah,
0: you're right. If he doesn't get the quarterback position down, Hackett's gonna be on sh- on uh like a two, three year run here and he's out.
2: And then Daniel, McDaniel was just wild card. They were just
0: like, Fuck it. Yeah. yeah, we gotta hire
2: somebody, you know. Right, right. Dabs, he's gonna be pretty decent. Uh Doug, obviously short. McDaniels might be I can't I can't really pinpoint him because I, I don't know the quarterback situation. Right. True. Fair. But I feel like him and Carr could do, like, mesh really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Dennis Allen was just – that's a, that, If they don't get a quarterback done and all the money issues and stuff, I feel like because of the money issue – the Saints are going to give him a decent leash of like two to three seasons, you know? Because like they they're fucked right now, money wise. They are. Like negative eighty something million or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah, they're fucked. So I think they're gonna give Dennis like a two at least a two year window to kind of maybe fix some stuff money wise while they while well, they fix it like the head office. But after that I think Dennis is like, eh, we'll see how you do. You know what I mean? Let's see if they
2: have they hired anybody? Pete Michael. Uh
0: all right, well let, let's actually hop over to the big topic that we're finally getting to here. We've had a lot to talk about today, so that's fine though. And that's the Super Bowl. How are you how are you boys feeling about the Super Bowl right now heading into this weekend? Rams uh, are considered the away team even though they're home team obviously. Um uh and then Cincy considered the home team. Uh how are you guys feeling about this game, man? Um I think it's going to be a damn good game, I really do.
1: I am kind of upset with the uniform choices cuz well, I saw this thing on Twitter that um the Bengals have this I, I don't know if it was a concept or not, but it was fucking sick. It's an all white uniform. Ah, oh, I saw it. I know what you're talking about. With orange stripes on the helmet and the and the jersey. Oh, yeah. Looked fucking sick. And then the Rams with their black concept jerseys. Yep. That would have been dope. That's what I'm disappointed in. But um
2: Hey, at least it ain't the uh the all what is it? What was the the Thursday game uniforms? The color rush, the color. At least it ain't the color rush. And
1: you, Mo-
0: most of those color rush were garbage, especially the Rams. Yeah, mustard yellow. Yeah, they numbers. were the
1: pure yellow. <laughs> but um, overall, I'm like I said, I'm happy with the Super Bowl. I know I didn't get to talk about it last week, but um, it's
0: one of those Super Bowls where you're gonna feel good no matter who wins. Yeah, exactly. Because like on one side, like I mean, like. I will say this up front: if it wasn't for one single piece on the Rams being Stafford, I would one million percent be on the Bengals. Let let them get their first win. You know, I think that'd be super cool. Joe's fun to watch, but because Stafford is the quarterback of the Rams, I'm split fifty fifty because I really want to see Stafford get his ring, but I'd also be cool with seeing since he get a trophy.
1: The the thing is, it what kind of splits me is I don't really care who wins. Facts, but. If it comes down to nitpicking and I had to pick, I'd, I would have to go Rams because of these reasons. For one, of course, and Matt. for this reason, you got to do that.
2: And for this reason. And for
1: this reason, yeah. this is what I'm going with. is because Matthew Stafford's in his 13th year or something like that. He's actually like, there was a stat that Joe Barrow is um, the youngest quarterback to be, to be drafted number one to appear in a Super Bowl. And Matthew Stafford is the oldest number 1 pick to appear in a Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> That's a wild one.
1: Yeah, no. Um but I would, I want Matthew Stafford to get his ring um for one. And then for two, I don't want Joe Burrow getting it right. I want him to get a ring. Don't want him getting a ring right now.
0: Like pump the brakes. You don't want him to be another patty. Yeah,
1: just because or Russell Wilson. Yeah. Just because I don't want to hear my LSU f- friends X. Talk. Oh yeah, I you don't want to okay, deal with that. Okay, okay.
0: I'm I'm willing to wait another year or two for that. Okay, okay.
1: So,
2: it's a little too soon. And
0: also another thing for the Rams for you, you know, because I know you're such a, a big supporter of everything in the state. They do have a DB that's from UCA. Something to keep on. Yep. Robert Rochelle, I think's his name. I, I know, yeah. I know it's Robert. I just know I may have, Rochelle. Yeah. Okay. Rochelle. So, I just didn't know if I mispronounced plus, his last name. And
1: plus, I would love to see Odell get a ring. I would love to see Von Miller. Cooper Cup.
0: Uh, Von Miller get another one. Yeah. True. Aaron Donald get one that he he 100 percent deserves. Finally get one. Yeah. Fuck Jalen Ramsey, but I mean he's a good player, so whatever.
1: Hey, hey, and honestly, low key, uh, Eric Weddle. That is true.
0: The man came back just through the playoffs. This man,
1: (laughs) this man, just sat on the couch
0: all year. Like yo, you want to come make a run? Yeah, that's right. He's the backup. Yeah that 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 hurts me a lot. He's
2: the one that picked heads. Yeah, and it
0: was
1: tails. But. The only way I want the Bengals to win, just say like Joe Burrow gets like a like like a a cramp or something, and fucking <laughs> Brandon Allen comes in and throws a game winning touchdown. That come would be on, that man. would that would be so cool. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Well, I don't want to I don't want to like wish injury on yeah, anybody. I, so you know a cramp out for a play, you
0: know. Oh, come oh back in, God. throw a touchdown. Hey, I'm all for it. No, I, I'm I'm split, man. Because uh, I don't know. Jo- Joe is electric, dude. He's electric to watch. He's an electric human being. So I mean, like, I, I would love I would love to see it either way. Uh, it's I will say in terms of the game itself, I think the big deciding factor is going to be I've said it all postseason, and it hasn't mattered up to this point. Obviously, since they're in the Super Bowl. But I'm sorry, I genuinely think it's going to one million percent matter here, and that's going to come down to Cincy's line, bro. I mean that line. I that agree. Fifty-two sacks in the regular season, only one against the Chiefs. Great job there. But nine against the Titans. Okay, you're going up against the Rams with Aaron Donald and Von Miller coming from two sides, bro. Like if they got to keep Joe up, if the Bengals. Are the only have a thing that, the only thing that
1: kind of subsides me from that, is later in the year. And against the Chiefs, they were doing what they needed to do to get Joe Burrow the ball and and let him get it off quickly. That's by moving protection, rolling the pocket, and able to, you know, get him in situations to where he'll have an extra second or two to get the ball out. But the thing is, you're going against one of the toughest front seven in the league right now. And, um, I mean... Aaron Donald, Von Miller. I mean, you said it what two weeks ago that they, I mean, they lead the league in in quarterback hurries and pressures and and things like that. So yep. they're going to be all over that. And then you have Weddle and Ramsey on the backside. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough.
0: Yeah. What about you, Tyler? How you feeling about it?
2: I really have no dog in this fight, so to say, but I kind of do like the Bengals because a couple of years ago, you know, they Tyler Boyd connection I know. touchdowns to the playoffs so you know where i'm going with this because i hate i hated last year when tampa was home team in the super Bowl. oh
0: my god you gotta get over this
2: i mean if you're gonna do it just just do it to where the the highest ranked team is home you know just every year i missed it Ne- where's it at next Bro, year?
0: it's just a coincidence. Yeah. You gotta get where over is this. Where's it at next year? The, you gotta the, get the, over this. The,
1: that's the thing, is it is just straight coincidence. They these stadiums and these these cities, they buy the
0: spots for the Super Bowl five years ahead of time. Yeah, like it's so far ahead of time, bro.
2: Where's it? Okay, so we're we're good. Next year it's in Arizona, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're good, he says. <laughs> Oh, man, what a shot at all Cardinals fans. I swear to you, I don't even know
2: a Cardinals fan, so it's all good.
0: I've never met one, so.
2: <laughs> man, so, yeah, uh, Tyler Murray, he probably knew that. That's why he wants to leave, you know. But, yeah, uh, yeah I'm not really, not really a fan of a home team playing. In the Super Bowl, oh
0: my God, you got to get past He's this. Played. Like I said, the only reason why I'm okay with it is because they do do these bids.
1: They they built their team for this.
0: They, so I got to respect that. They did. The Rams did. They put all the chips in for this season. Yeah,
2: and the Bengals are not even supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is so <laughs> true. It's like No one true. thought that. <laughs> so so easily the Rams are going to win. Like if you if you just look at the teams, you just take obviously you take the the records away. You're just like. How, is this like a regular season game? Like this is not no play, not no Super Bowl. Like who would have thought the Bengals would be there? So let's let's ride with the Bengals. You know, what I mean, Joey Joey Burrow, he's he he was cooking something up when he's like, hey, forget offensive line. We can always get an offensive lineman. Let's go get <laughs> Chase. You know,
1: <laughs> I mean, it was definitely. The I right, mean, it worked. It was I definitely mean, the right
2: call. Cause, it worked because you can always build a line, right? But I mean.
1: You can't get a talent like Jamar.
2: Especially when you played in college with him.
0: Yeah, have that connection already.
1: Which, I I saw this stat. Speaking of Jamar Chase, I saw this stat. He has more yards in his rookie year this year than, like, Randy Moss and Terrell Owens. Jerry Rice had in their combined first two years. Which is
2: wild because Randy Moss, the GOAT.
0: The look, the looks Tyler and Alex was gave you, bro. Photos. We've
2: we've had this debate for like years, 10 years
0: now. Yeah. Years the yeah. the two bait the two debates that I've had ongoing with him and Brady, and then one with me and Brady personally is and when then, it yeah. when it comes to me versus them two, it's who's the goat between Randy and Jerry, and then the then the constant debate between. Me and Brady is the best running back of all time. Naturally, you know you've seen his nickname. It's Cowboy Dick Rider. He's a Cowboys fan, so he's hard set on Emmitt Smith. And me being a Bears <laughs> fan, you would think that naturally I'd say Walter Payton. Nope. No, I actually say Barry Sanders is the best running back of all time, no cap. Yep. And it is a constant fight with with those two arguments with these guys.
2: I mean, it, it goes to me. It goes Moss.
1: No. Terrell Owens. No. And then Jerry Rice. No. See, Bro to to me, I think <laughs> I think you gotta kinda open up here a little bit more. Yeah? I mean, if we're gonna talk about this, receiver wise, you get you gotta look at it this way. Uh, Marvin Harrison's gotta be in there. Isaac Chris Bru- Carter. Isaac Bruce. Um the other the Larry Fitz Larry Fitz. Who is the dude that played on the other side of Isaac? I forgot. Tory, Tory, Tory Holt Tory
0: Holt. Um T O I mean, there's look at that!
2: St- look at Stop. that! You top in "best wide receiver all time," the Stop. first
0: one pops up: Randy Moss. Stop! He's not.
1: He's Hell, not. The I mean, guy. I even forgot about Michael Irvin. I mean, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, which yeah. honestly would be my probably be my pick on just raw talent and being able to do the things that he was able to do on the field. Um,
2: Andre Johnson, you know, he got the best hands. But I mean, and,
1: and as far as running back, I mean, I think. If I was to pick somebody right now, it would probably be Barry Sanders. Um <laughs> But the thing is, like...
2: Jim Brown was pretty solid, though.
1: And what's impressive with Barry is that, I mean, he did it and he retired early. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, I mean, you also got to add in there, I mean, you got Walter Payton, you got... Jim Brown. Um, Jim Brown. I mean... LT. L- yeah, LaDigna Thomason, which... which the only reason why I watched the fucking AP? Chargers back in the de- the day, yeah, Adrian Peterson too. You gotta give him some love, yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's definitely a wide thing. The way the way I kind of scale players is,
2: Gail Sayers,
1: yeah, Gail Sayers is a great running back. Dang. Rip, oh, um the 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 thing is is you the way I kind of scale players is. Um, accolades as far as awards so like you know your play of the years, your your pro Bowls, your rookie of the years, your Super Bowl rings, all of that and then um, you know your stats of course and then on top of that is just an eye test right right And I think that's one thing like when it comes to basketball and why I have LeBron James as my goat is because of what he's able to do on the on the court right. I mean this man is six, eight and doing the things that he's able to do in the type of league that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same way going back to football, I mean Calvin Johnson that, that he was literally and even like now with DK Metcalf, like if you would have shown somebody DK Metcalf 15 years ago, they'd have been like that guy is a lab experiment. Right, yeah, he is
2: a Madden creation. Yeah, yeah a
1: Madden character. So, I mean, the things that these people are able to do just by a strict eye test and their talent has got to be has got to be some kind of scale um, when when talking about you know greatest of all times. So,
0: right, all that's all good points. It's all good points.
1: But going back to the Super Bowl, um, I think the Rams is what a four point favorite.
0: Yeah, minus four right now. Uh, money line one hundred ninety eight, uh, plus one sixty six for Cincinnati on the money line over under right now forty eight point five. We got Super Bowl favorites here as well. Um, I'm, I don't know. How, I mean, this game. I, I think the bottom line is I think this game is going to be a very good game, and that and that's what that's ultimately what I want. You know, I, I want a game that's going to be competitive throughout the entire game. You know, last year's obviously blowouts stink to watch unless you're a fan of the team that's dominating. You know what I mean? Other than that, they, they stink to watch. Yeah. You know, obviously that Patriots-Rams was a snooze fest. And even though it was like it was electric to watch, I mean, the, you know, the, the second half, Patriots-Falcons, in my opinion, stunk because it's like one half of pure dominance and then another half of pure dominance from another team. Yeah. And it's like let's get competitive throughout the whole game. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, let's be real. While yes, that comeback was unbelievable to watch. It that that, sec- that second half was boring because yeah. it you know and the first half was boring unless you had it unless you were really pulling for the Falcons. You know it was a boring first half because it was one team dominating. So at the very least, I think this game will be very competitive throughout the whole thing, which is ultimately what all I want out of it. Um, just some other kind of Super Bowl topics that you boys were throwing in the chat this week. What's like your best and worst memory from a previous Super Bowl? Um, my just- least favorite.
1: Um, I've got a couple. I do too, Of course, yeah. I really didn't like
2: – The Broncos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> getting um, dog walked. Bro- yeah, getting <laughs> absolutely murdered. Um, I don't like – I'm not a big fan of the, you know, the big band to uh, Holmes and the corner end zone. Oh, yeah.
0: Really one of the cards there.
1: Yeah, I did too. Um, that's when I was a big cards fan because I've always been a kind of a Kurt Warner fan and, of course, Larry Fitz. I think he's another guy that deserves a ring. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll go ring chasing. No. Um, he'll probably retire as a Cardinal without a ring. But he'll go down as one of the possible greatest of all times and Hall of Famer. Um, and then, of course, Marshawn on, on the one. Why didn't you do it? I know. That's probably one that hurts me the most. I especially, know. like, recent anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then my favorite moments, um, I, I would definitely have to say New England getting beat. By the Tyree catch, yep, pretty much. Yeah, um, that's definitely one of my favorites. Eli, um,
0: Eli escaping was pretty. That yeah, whole play, yeah, that
1: whole play is just
0: insane. I still rewatch that play every once in a while, yeah. and it's just insane to watch. Um, and actually, you'll be a fan of this
1: one. Um. Bears Super Bowl first play of the game, first kick off of the game. Devin, Devin has to take it back for six. See, ever, for every my favorites, every
0: Super Bowl for me, I can just turn on the game, watch the kickoff, and as long as they don't come back for a touchdown, I can turn off the game and call it a successful night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that way, Devin stays on a pedestal as the greatest returner of all time, man. He needs to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, I agree. You know, first ballot. Um,
1: and there's there's some more, but those those are definitely the ones that are up there, and I'm sure that that <coughs> matches with a lot of people. It does. Um, just I mean, especially like uh, you know, people or adults in our age group. I mean, that's really kind of what we grew up on, or those kind of moments, right? And I mean, of course, I mean, you can go back to you know later and the Bills, you know, losing four Super Bowls. But, Sorry, Tyler. You know, hey
2: Frank. Frank tried his best. Okay, hey Don <laughs> Beebe though, that man he chased them down.
1: Um, and then of course, I mean, you know, the things that we've seen through history, you know, yeah, yeah, that one guy getting tackled on the one yard line, Dyson, yeah. So I mean, that was tough. I mean, there there's definitely some moments out there, and that you know the Super Bowl brings, um, yeah. just because of the caliber of the game, um. So I mean it's, it and I def I, I will I will say this. I think this
0: game uh this Sunday will have one of those moments. I think it will too. Uh every Super Bowl for the most part feels like it has those moments. There's a some that don't, but like every Super Bowl almost has like that defining moment kind of thing. Um I know for me for best moments and I I'll, I'll I'll name this first one cuz I I think it's funny since you already point out this game was uh the start of the Seahawks Broncos game because I was hard pulling for the Seahawks in that game. So the moment that the Broncos' very first play goes back for a safety and set the tone was a phenomenal moment for me because at that Super Bowl Jeez, I, I was at a party with a diehard Broncos fan who li- who came, once upon a time lived in Colorado. So for that whole game of me just being able to roast him the entire time. It's fantastic. See, that was Man. that was
1: uh, that's it was, that Super Bowl was tough for me because of course those are you like, like my both teams. Um and I've been a fan of Denver longer and I've been a fan of Peyton Manning even longer than right, that. Yeah. Um I didn't really didn't start Naturally. paying a, I didn't really start paying attention to the Seahawks until like Sean Alexander era. Mm-hmm. Um that's when I really liked them. With Hasselbeck. Yep, Hasselbeck.
0: Yep. Um yeah, we gotta drive down the score.
1: Yep, yep, yep. But it So, that one was kind of tough. I was actually cheering for the Broncos um, in that Super Bowl. Um, but Until I knew, after the first play? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that game was the epitome of I don't care who wins. Right. Um, but I knew Peyton Manning was getting older. Um, and I really didn't know Russell Wilson at that point. Like, I didn't know what kind mm. of player he was. So, I mean, that was insane. And... The Legion of Boom at that time was. Unbelievable. I mean, it, it can they can literally go down as one of the best defenses of all time, and so. and they need to be considered
0: that way. Uh, and was, I'm also was got, that the
2: year that uh, he said you're gonna try me with a sorry receiver? Yep.
0: Or yep. Was that the next? No, year? it was the same year. Same year. Okay. Uh, and then I'm also going to have double down as most pretty much anyone who watched this game live will agree with that entire play of Eli escaping and David Ty making the catch was one Man. of the most electric things I've ever seen in my life of football. Yeah. I mean, that was unreal uh, in terms of like another really exciting moment. wasn't a particular play, but it's like it coming to a close for the Ravens 49ers and just knowing that Ray is going to walk away with a ring and yeah, he should have walked away, Ed getting a ring as well. Ed should have walked away, but obviously then he went to the Texans and I think the Jets completely as if no everyone forgot that he was even there. Right. Ed, Ed should have walked away with Ray, but it was cool to see those two Miami Goats uh, get rings. But in terms of painful, um, the, the Seahawks Patriots will forever stick out to me. Yeah. I, the amount of heartbreak that I felt in that moment, and even though like the, you know, the Seahawks are a team that I've always enjoyed, I consider them a top five team, but like that moment still absolutely shatters me. It really does. But my number one most painful memory by far was the Packers winning the Super Bowl. I've actually got a funny story about that because um, that entire day I felt great. Right, did some cooking. Me and my boy, you know Brady, hanging out, going to watch Super Bowl. I cooked. You know, we cooked, cooked a lot of good grub and shit. Felt good all game long, even though the Packers were winning, whatever. I'm not shitting you the moment that the game came to a close and confetti started to fall. My exact words to Brady is, man, I don't feel too good. You know, I started feeling sick. No shit right after the game. I got the fucking flu. Boy, <laughs> I'm not out of this school like the whole oh. week At you guys. And Brady, dude, and Brady has always said since I have never seen hatred for a team so strong as Alex for the Packers. Like when he got sick when the Packers
1: won the Super Bowl, and and you talking about the one with uh, when they beat the, Steelers. beat the Steelers. Yeah, that was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, same. I know because I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not particularly a fan of the Steelers, and of course I like the Packers, and um, especially like. Because That was coming in, you know. Brett Favre was still kind of lingering around, and you know, the whole thing with is Ann Rodgers going to be that next guy kind of yeah. thing was still kind of there. So, for him to go there his first time and only time now, um, and to win it, and especially to beat a team like the Steelers, because I'm pretty sure they still had like Heinz Ward and, y- and no, not you know not, not Hans,
2: no, it
0: was uh, or was it Antonio at that time? Was he was no, he Antonio was before? on that squad? I don't remember who their main receivers were on that eleven team.
2: That is, a good is that one.
0: like Mike Wallace? I think that was when like Mike Wallace was there probably. Because uh, I mean that uh, they may have had like Emmanuel Sanders as well, Uh like Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, uh, Rashard Mendenhall. I think was the running back if I remember correctly.
2: Oh, they had Charlie Batch on that team. Yeah, Rashard Mendenhall was the running back.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
2: then they had – oh, no, they had Antonio.
0: Oh, Antonio. Okay. He, That's he what only had – Was he a rookie, I guess? Yeah, because he only had um, – Damn, where's it at? There was this – there we go. Also, I want to give a special shout-out to that onside kick coming out of the second half for the Saints and the yeah. Colts. Uh, you know, electric.
1: That was uh, electric. An, another one of my moments that I did not like watching the Saints win the Super Bowl. I loved it. I, I loved mean, it. I loved what it did for that city and, and like for the time that was going on with Katrina and everything to where it kinda it kinda lightened the blow. But as far as like football reasons, I was one hundred percent going with the Colts the entire time. And I sit there and watch Paint Manning throw that pick. The l- Tracy Porter. Yes, that literally <laughs> broke I, I remember being I, I remember being I don't know how old I was, but I remember nearly breaking down in tears when he threw that pick. Like I I can I can remember him him coming back and as soon as he throws it, I'm I'm sitting here watching it happen. I'm like, that's an interception. He's gone. And then as soon as that goes through my head, I hear the announcers, It's intercepted and he's te- you know, and he turns the other way. I just remember falling like out of my chair, just like closing my eyes. I did not want to watch the rest of that game. Um but that, that I mean but I mean that's that's kind of what we live for as football fans, right? Yeah, it is. Um, the good and the bad moments. Um, you know, the the good moments are super highs, and the bad moments are su- super super lows. Oh yeah. So I think that's one thing that makes football great. So I'm definitely looking forward to what Sunday can bring. What you got pulled up, Tyler?
2: Oh, uh, talking about the only the the main guy I remember from that
0: team. it was he's he played for Arkansas State, right?
2: David Johnson, Arkansas yeah. State. He was yeah. like a tight end.
0: Tied in fullback, yep. Yeah.
2: Didn't do nothing, but I mean, he was on
0: the team. He was there. That's yeah. all that
2: matter. So I was, I was like, man, I really want him to do good. But like the Steelers, you know, right? I Had a couple of Steelers fans in my, my class because that was our senior year. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to school and listen to them if the, uh if the Steelers would have won. But at the time, my best friend, he was a Packers fan, and I hung out with him every day. So right. I was like. You got your one, boy. Maybe Buffalo can do something nope. eventually.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> hey, what's some of you guys' uh, go-to Super bowl foods and snacks and shit? You guys have got any signatures that you always run with? Uh, Buffalo chicken dip. Bro, me too. I, I have a fire-ass recipe. With
2: some uh um uh, brats. Let me, let me look at the brats.
0: Up. I, I don't do brats. You don't do brats? The Johnsonville brats? Nope. Boy, look at I, no. It's, no, not no. Johnson, it's not Johnson. It's not Johnsonville. I it. refuse to do brats, bro. It's a. Uh, Broths are no go from me. See, I, I, I typically. Oh yeah,
2: it is Johnsonville. These right here, boy. Yeah, that's the goat right here. Yeah, it is queso. Nope. And then you got, now oh, that's Italian sausage. Okay, hold on. We gotta go back. We gotta yeah. go back.
1: But, um, Tyler, ever since um, that Super Bowl party at my house, were Tony and Pierre and yep. you and everybody was at my house, and uh. I cooked all that food and stuff, and um, I th- I think, you yeah, you and Stephanie were together, and y'all brought that buffalo dip.
0: Ever since Boy. then, I make it every year. Boy. Every buffalo year. dip is fire, bro. That shit is so good. Buffalo hey. dip, and uh, I have my homemade queso, bro. Both hey, of those are my this, go-tos. This
2: firecracker brats, it's good, but that firecracker, it gets you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Dude, I took about two bites, and I'm like, man, that shit is good. And then I, I go to breathe and I'm like holy shit I'm like is this am about I, is this about, I, this about to, is
0: this about to be a food show again like it was yeah, last I, week I literally We're listened good. to like the
1: <laughs> did you guys, enjoy our 20 minute guys, food talk <laughs> I, shit, I, I shit, forgot to ask you I shit you not <laughs> I'm sitting here because uh, I was listening I was listening to the show on my computer right on YouTube. Um, as I always do, because I'm, I'm trying to push that a little bit more with our YouTube. I'm, I know we get views on Spotify and all of our other stuff, but I'm really trying to push the, the Sparky 3 YouTube out there and oh yeah. get it more views, get it more likes. Because um, honestly, not I'm not ashamed. That's where the money is um, with sponsorships and that's what everybody looks at. So I was listening to that on YouTube on my computer while doing. My player rankings and my mock draft <laughs> I shit you not like I mean at times like I would stop doing my draft and I would like listen to what we were talking about and stuff, so where I knew what fuck was going on this week right um I honestly forgot I was listening to the same i i <laughs> I, I legit i legit, i legit thought that it went to another episode. That I haven't heard before Like I thought it was I, I thought it was from an episode That I didn't Like man. before I was even here And Then I I like clicked over to YouTube Cause I was like Oh well shit Mate did I listen to the whole episode And I was like Nope still got fucking 30 minutes Left in the show
2: I'll tell you man I can talk about some food
0: Dude yeah We spent like 25 no, minutes like, Talking about food
1: and, and what cracked me up the most Is like Three or four times Alex was like all right, guys, we gotta
0: end the show. It's been an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. And
1: then, and, and then Tyler goes, "Well, what about this food?" I'm <laughs> telling you, man, hey, I can talk about some damn food, bro. And and bro I was then, just trying to wrap know, it up. <laughs> another twenty minutes. Let go. Another twenty minutes goes by, and Alex is like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna call it here." And then, I, and then Tyler's like, "Oh, wait,
0: what about this?" He's like, "Bro, Boy. Have, you seen, totally have you seen? Have you seen
2: the Taco Bell
0: burger?" I have not. Uh, that's an abomination, just like how the Taco Bell wings are okay. an abomination.
2: You're about to see this. You, you like sloppy, sloppy joes? No. Cause sloppy joes like. are disgusting. Oh, shit. I clicked on it on accident. God damn it.
0: The well
1: bell beefer. That's what it's that's, called. It looks, looks like disgusting. a sloppy joe.
0: It's disgusting. That looks disgusting. It looks I look. nasty. <clears throat> I'll put it this way. <laughs>
1: I, uh, you know, I worked at Tamale's Mexican Kitchen. Uh, Uh, I kind of hate. Quoto
2: Mexican part. It's
1: it's (laughs) Tex-Mex. Yeah. Um, Now, I hate to kind of shout them out. Um, But anyways, um, the last, like, year I was there, they came out with a special. It was called the Taco Burger. And it was low-key kind of fire. So oh, honestly, so, no, I'm, that, I'm, I'm that, being, good, dog. I'm being dead ass. That shit was so good. Like it was, I, hate I mean, of it, you. it definitely wasn't like a top thing on the menu, but it was super underrated. Why am I friends with you guys? Um, but so for that reason, I think I would try it out. Now, the only thing that kind of would discourage me is like the lettuce and cheese and that like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's all tamales, So, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it was it was good. No, it was actually um, okay. Okay, talking
2: about some bad food real quick. I gotta gotta cut you off real quick. Okay, we was living together, right? CJ was there. Yep, bro. One night, I think y'all was y'all was at work or something. Me and CJ is just sitting there. We're like, man, kind of want some tacos. So my dumbass already opens the Velveeta, well, not the Velveeta, the uh, the nacho taco shells, and then we look in the fridge. There's no fucking meat. And I'm like, damn, man, we already opened these. I don't want to put them back. So our, our great genius self, you can ask CJ about this if you want to. We're like, you know what? We got some dogs in here. No. Bro. And I had some cheese dip.
0: No. some
2: Boy, you want to talk about
0: one <laughs> to throw up. Boy, I took
2: one bite, and I said, I said, why are we like this, man? <laughs> Dude. It was it was a cre- it was a creation. It's not the worst thing, but I stopped eating hot dogs
0: for a little bit after that
2: and tacos. Yeah, I went back to hamburger helper.
0: So, talking about burgers coming from like uh like a Mexican place whatever. Um I found this very very strange. So, you guys know Mr. Beast Burger, right? Mhm. The only location that we have near us comes out of a fucking on the border. And I saw really? that. Yeah. The on-the-border up there uh, close to Best Buy and shit man, in Little Rock. In, like, West yeah. Little Rock? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's the closest Mr. Beast Burger, and it's coming out of on-the-border, and that sketches me how, out. How is that man. even a thing? That sketches me. Because I, I want to try Mr. Beast Burger so damn bad. It looks phenomenal. I'm, it I'm, really does. I'm a big burger guy, and they look yeah. so good, but that is so sketchy to me.
1: Especially, like, the—I forgot who it is, but, like, the inside-out grilled cheese.
0: That yeah. That shit looks fire.
1: Bro, oh God. But that that's
0: weird to me, bro. But On the border.
1: Honestly, low key I kinda I, I would be down to make a trip um just to go to like Dallas or something and just fucking just try that. I'm I'm being dead ass. Yeah. I make be- a weekend trip just to go down to Dallas or wherever that closest be Mr. Beast burger is. Right. Just to eat that. And we, I would literally eat it all weekend. I will say, you know, if you ever want to make a trip for a dope ass burger. Especially since um I think July. It's either late ju- late June or July. Tim the Tap Man is doing his tailgate, and it's in our. Uh, it's in Arlington. No, it's in Frisco. Okay, so the, I, I'm going to it, and that would be so dope to go to right. and stop by some
0: Mr. Beast Burger. Uh, dude, I want to try Mr. Beast Burger. So next, well,
1: um... March fifth. Sacramento
2: comes to Dallas if you want to go to a basketball game.
0: Yo, you know, low-key, I have been hitting up, like, seeing it, like, tickets and stuff for, like, any Memphis games. Let's,
2: let's look at the tickets for these. Yeah, oh, yeah I just, I'm not going to lie.
0: I did look at the. Uh... Yeah, I've I've looked at some Memphis tickets <laughs> okay. out of curiosity.
2: So, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really give a fuck where we would be. So, $20 for a ticket.
0: That's like, Not man. too bad. Man, not too bad. Bro, I've only been to one and NBA honestly, game in my life, and uh, I had the fucking suite. and I don't know if I can downgrade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, well, we can go, we can scroll down a little bit because...
0: Company paid for it, bro. Company paid for
1: it. <laughs> Hold up, man. Where are we at? Three the, tickets. The thing is, with NBA <laughs> games, you always have those rich fuckers that never, like, they'll buy their tickets but never come to games. So, like, literally in the third quarter, you just go down and, like, sit on the court.
2: <laughs> yeah. Man, damn, that's way up. There. That's on the... Yeah, I ain't, trying to, ra- I ain't trying to... It's not, on the rafters. I'm not trying to do all that. Right, right. See, I like these row A's because... I'm not very – I don't fall, so to say, but I am clumsy and I am scared of heights. So, the only time I will look at one of these, like, upper decks is if I'm talking, like, the first three or four rows. After that, I'm good, dog. I ain't trying to – because I had a bad experience where I felt like I was going to fall off of the the arena because I'm sitting like this, you know, all to – uh, yeah, yeah. Verizon Simmons, Simmons. That's what it's now. Simmons. You know how the very top of it is, is like you're damn near climbing up like a ladder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That that was scary. That was for Arkansas game, like in two thousand something, 11.
1: Nah,
0: what are we? What are we time to right now? Uh, yeah, we're at 140. We probably need to hit our picks,
1: boys. Okay, and also, uh, the you want to talk about Super Bowl MVP odds real
0: quick? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll hit that because it's part of our pick. So, we, I do have like the the top Super Bowl picks. I mean, obviously, you can keep going deeper, but uh, so coming in, deep, yeah, going deep. Uh, coming to number one, we do have Stafford plus we're 120, tough. uh, Burrow plus 230, Cup, um plus 550, Donald plus 1,600, Chase plus 2,500, OBJ plus 2,500, Acres 3,000, Higgins plus 6,000. Uh, I may have mixed up some numbers here from the looks of it. Uh, Mixon <laughs> at plus 4,000. And then uh, the last one that I stopped at since he was a previous Super Bowl MVP, I wanted to include him, Von Miller at plus 4,000.
2: I'm so. not gonna lie to you. I seen Miller and I didn't know who the hell it was.
0: Yeah, Vaughan. I was, I, I was thinking like Lamar
2: Miller or something. Come I'm like, on, who the hell? Come
0: Lamar on. Miller, the running back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, here. I'm gonna hit some music while we make some of these picks. Pick a color. What colors we got? Orange, yellow, green, teal, blue, purple, pink. Um, for Bengals, let's go orange. <clears throat> bang bang. Good song. Came in really loud. All right. So just, just a tad. Where do we look? Where where do we? what do we want to start? Do we want to go ahead and call our our pick for the game, or do we want to hit some betting stuff first? Let's do let's do betting and then picks okay. last this time. All right. What about Super Bowl MVP?
1: Um. So I'm gonna do one for each team. Okay, that's fair. Just because I'd, that's fair. I'd, I'd, That way we
0: keeps a mystery about who your team's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> so with, uh, unfortunately, I am gonna go both quarterbacks on on this so riding chalk yeah i'm just riding the numbers here um so Bengals, i'm going with joe burrow rams i'm gonna go matthew stafford okay what about you tyler
2: uh i'm not gonna go that route because he went that route so i'm gonna go maddie stafford because he deserves it over anybody on this list but i'm gonna go i'm
0: gonna
2: go i'm gonna go jamar chase because this man has been on fire here
0: lately so. I'm actually going to throw a bigger curveball from you guys. Can't make us. Uh, So, for the Bengals, I'm going to go with the default route of Burrow. Burrow will be the reason they win that game up front. 100%. That's, that,
2: 100%. Not the offensive line.
0: But if the Rams are going to win, I'm going to hammer plus 1,600 Aaron Donald getting the MVP. I can see it. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to rock with there. Um, all right. So, now we're going to get into the more betting that it is going to kind of indicate where we're kind of leaning on stuff. So for the spreads, the Rams are currently minus four and a half versus the uh, versus the Bengals. How are you guys feeling on that? What are you gonna bet on? Because you know you could obviously just bet the Bengals here if you even think the Rams are gonna win. You know,
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go plus four. I'll, I'll take Bengals plus four. Yeah.
2: Okay. Same. Okay. Plus four. Because it's gonna end on a field
0: goal anyway. Evan McPherson. Yep. Yeah. Shooter. Now, now we're in. Which, which, given
1: that, that's <laughs> literally the, I literally heard Tony Romo say that, he literally kicked the game-winning
0: field goal, and Tony Romo was like, shooter him, McPherson." I was like, "That that got That's got to be his nickname term. It's Got to be." I'm also gonna hit the hit the plus, and I also went with the blue color for the Rams. There we go. We're rocking both Super Bowl team colors here for our music. Uh, over/under is currently 48 and a half. How are you feeling on that? Over/under at 48 and a half. Yeah, I'm
2: gonna say over. Uh, seeing as it's gonna end 24 to 21, I'm gonna say under. Yeah. Now watch it be 34. That,
0: that, I mean, that would be, what, 44 is <laughs> what, 48? Okay. Yep. I'm going to say under. And then lastly, uh, just our pick for the game, which could also, in betting terms, just be the money line, you know, depending on if you want to take the money line because that's just calling out who's going to win, essentially. Uh, minus 198 or plus 166 for the Rams at the minus but Cincinnati plus. Who you guys got Got winning the game? Like, what's your, what's your pick here? This is tough. Are we, doing, are we doing scores?
1: Yo it's, it's a Super Bowl. Let's do scores. Okay. Oh, I already got my score out, so yeah. So I I, was, I just want to ask. Right. Um I am going to go Rams. Um I'm going to say 30-27. No, 31-28. Rams 31-28. Not
0: bad. And Tyler, what was your score? 24-21. And that's calling for the Bengals. Indeed it is.
2: Who's the announcers for this game?
0: Couldn't tell you. That is a good probably who it is every fucking <sighs> Super Bowl. This is tough, bro. I really don't know. Watch Verlin and be there. Oh it's the in is NBC. Yeah. Guess what
2: that means. Hold up. Mm.
0: Oh God, I'm so split on this damn game, bro. Like I really am. I don't know who's going to win. I don't know. For some reason, bro, my gut is just telling me that that the Bengals are going to win. My gut is just telling hey, me this.
2: The analyst announcer is Chris Collinsworth.
0: Of okay. Who oh, for the Bengals. oh, my God. Who play for
2: the Bengals?
0: My gut is telling me it's going to be the Bengals, bro. I'm going to rock with the Bengals. And for score prediction. I'm also going to change my betting here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go over because um, I feel like a 28-24 could be the score. Yeah. I'm going to rock with that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Something about the Bengals are just – they're sticking out to me, bro. They really are.
2: I don't know. has got I, to get him some.
0: Yeah. I'm fine with either team winning, but there, I am a little partial to wanting the Rams to win because Stafford's yeah. so old. I want him to get a ring. but i, I just... That's
2: a nice, hurtful thing to say. dude. <laughs> he
0: is. Let's be real. He, I, it, you know, Since Tom's retired, I mean, uh, Stafford's the second. Uh, no, he's the third oldest quarterback in the league, right? Yeah. Out of the starters because it's, it's Aaron and then I think Matt. Yeah, Aaron, Matt, and then Matt. Matt Ryan and then Matt Stafford in terms of starters. Listen, yeah.
1: I think I'm I'm with Tyler here. Now if this just happens, I'm from the fucking future. I think it is gonna come down to shooter McPherson, but I think he misses the field goal
0: to Tyler game. Wow. What, <laughs> what what an electric moment that would be, bro, with how insane he's Damn. been this playoffs. I think uh, I don't see how I think <laughs> he misses. It's gonna be I'm, I'm gonna
1: call this right now, it's gonna be a 49 yarder from the left. What is he, right-footed? It's going to be from the opposite hash from what his foot is. So, it's a little bit harder a right. kick. 49-yarder, opposite hash from him. He's going to miss it.
2: Damn. See, I was thinking he's going to hit like a 52-yarder to win it.
0: See, with my score prediction, I think uh, I think it's going to be a 24-21 game. And since he's going to get the go-ahead touchdown to win it instead of – Okay,
2: not a walk-off win?
0: I, uh, yeah. there is
2: it would be 27. 24. Well, yeah, that's what I meant,
0: 27. Yeah. yeah. That, that That's how I see it playing. Well, it. Unless I mean, they just well, send them out there
2: to kick the extra points just to be I mean, big. They, you they, know?
0: They, no, they typically will do it, even if it's like –
1: well, I mean, well, maybe not the Super Bowl <laughs> – but typically, they do let you kick the extra point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see it being twenty twenty eight twenty four because I feel like the game is going to come down to the like, you know final seconds for the Rams to try to get something. They're just I mean, not going to. I mean, that's just the I, norm. I think I think it's going to be 24-21, uh, And since he's going to get a TD and go up to twenty eight twenty four, and then since he's going to finish it off there, you know, hold hold down on defensive side. I feel that it's going to be a good game though. I'm excited.
2: Now watch it be like fifty five to three.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like I'm turning the game off well before we get to the the end of the game.
2: watch it be like the the Rams and uh, the Patriots? What was the the big high scoring game? The Rams and uh Chiefs. Chiefs. What it be like a score like that?
0: Oh, that'd be insane! That Monday night game. Yep. That was that, that game was absolutely unbelievable.
2: Well, I would definitely take that loss on the under. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, hey. bros, let's let's wrap this up because I'm hungry. Same. Yeah. We talked about food again. We made a mistake. Your door
2: dashing or something?
0: Mm, I don't know. I may go get something. I haven't been to the grocery store yet. That's that's part of my problem here, so. I mean, you only got 900 things in your let's deep not, freeze. Let's not talk about the deep freeze. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about the deep freeze. What's uh, for dinner?
2: I have no idea, but I did have a Velveeta cheeseburger Mac little heat up microwave thing. in that shit is fucking fire.
0: Okay.
1: I haven't eaten today, so what, what are you feeling? Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go keep it classic. I'm I'm gonna I'm preparing myself for Sunday. I'm gonna so go I ch- chili
0: dogs and and uh, ruffles. There you go, getting ready for the game.
2: That sounds so fucking good.
0: It does, yeah. Chili yeah. dogs are good, bro. I'm getting hungry. All right. Uh, well, if you made it all the way to the end, we appreciate you, especially since this is a longer show. Hopefully, the Super Bowl is gonna be absolutely phenomenal. Hopefully, it won't be a snooze fest. Hopefully, there'll be good commercials. Uh, there are some commercials that I am looking forward to. Halftime show is going to be lit. Halftime show will be pretty dope. There's going to be some good commercials throughout the show. I think there's going to be some commercials uh, for some Marvel stuff, so I'm pretty excited for that. I don't know exactly what was going to be there, but there's I want to say there's something Marvel that's going to be there, so that's pretty dope. Uh, also, also be on the lookout for the GTA 6 trailer during halftime. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm being uh, deadass. Uh, make sure to go check us out at our website, Sparky3.com, as well as our merch store, sparking3shop.com. Uh, join the Discord. We'd appreciate that. Follow us on Twitter at terrible show. Check out the other shows, game static, and and talk about movies and stuff. Uh, with that said, we appreciate the out of you for listening to a, a terrible, terrible football, football show. show. See you next time. Don't make it fun.